Public Radio's LossesTAVShow.com's game. You're listening to The Starting Block. Hey, welcome to The Starting Block for another week. You've got myself Greeno and I'm joined by a man who's had to keep his Barbie movie tickets on hold so we can come in and do the show. My co-captain Damo, how are we, sir? Very good, Greeno. Good evening to you, boys, girls, listenership, blockheads, millions around the world. Yep, sorry about the false start there, by the way. Uh, I realised, like, just after I clicked go to stream that I haven't actually updated the title from last week's title, so... I had to quickly stop the stream and then I put uh, the title, insert title here. So this is actually a very topical title tonight, which is very yeah. rare on the show. We don't normally have a topical title. So next week's show, I guess, will be referred, you know, we'll be referring to tonight's title, I guess. Tonight's title, potentially. Yeah, uh, which is kind of like title yeah. this week, maybe we'll call yeah. it or something like that. Or you know, ignore last week's title might be the show. I think I did, say, did, I, did I sent for a title, didn't I? Originally? Yeah, you did, but I didn't have time to go and look it up. So... Um, I because I was like, well, I've got to quickly stop it and restart it because it's already started, and now I'm going to stop we'll it again. It's going to be confusing, yeah. So, uh, you know, to avoid confusion, Greeno, I just put a blank kind of title name. Blank title. Uh, interesting to see how the title impacts our numbers in Vietnam because I know yeah. uh, our friends in Vietnam have reached out and said, look, we we base <laughs> yeah. our listening on title name uh, if we feel that it'll, it'll kind of appease the the vietnamese audience they, they they may or may not be interested they may not tune in so we should be calling we should be calling numbers. we should be calling every show then we love vietnam we yeah. love vietnam yeah uh see how we go every week um because yeah. I, I think it's already implied that's the point that we do love vietnam of course we yeah. do. yeah we love vietnam as long number as they one, keep listening ranking, to us, when they stop listening, someone ranking us, personal right. journals podcast over there in Vietnam. Um, yeah. Fun fact, Amo. Mm. I was uh, uh, I've because I've been off for the last few few weeks and been doing lots and lots of walking for rehab. Yeah. Been listening to a shit ton of even more podcasts than I usually do. Okay. So I basically got through the back catalogue anything that I still had pending to listen to over the last few weeks. Okay. To the point where I had to start listening to our show, oh, which no. is. Yeah, it's, it's always been not advisable unless you're in not Vietnam. Not advisable. Try yeah. to avoid listening to your own show where I can. Um, but something I did notice, I click, like, you know when you go on, on Spotify and you scroll to the right and it says, like, mm. more like this. So it gives you suggestions based on a particular podcast. Hey, you like this baseball podcast? You might like these 12 other baseball podcasts. You like this comedy podcast? You might like these 12 po- to- comedy podcasts. Okay. Want to know what more like uh, you may like this yes. one was showed That's up That's interesting, us? yeah, if you, after you yeah. listen to us. So what, what, do, what, yeah, what ballpark do they put us in? Like yeah. with our contempt, who are our contemporaries? Our contemporaries? Yeah. The answer is no one. What? Because they're like, we cannot find suggestions that oh. are like this. Oh, so not no, one program out there on the interwebs. One of a kind, baby. <laughs> is like this program because there's nothing like this. Yeah. Um, and I don't dispute that. There you go. There's, so that that can be our new tagline for the show, Greeno. There's no other show like it. Trust us. Even like Spotify it. won't recommend it. Endorsed by Spotify. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah, a little fun fact. One there. of a kind. I love it, man. Yep. Well done. Nice, Gary. Nice, Gary. It's a nice little factoid there to bring to the show. Well done. Ah, uh, Damo, bit of muted word of the week to kick off the show. Yeah. Although now I'm just thinking about uh, how when nothing's recommending. It's probably because nobody listens to our show in the first place, so they have no well. data to draw on. Like they don't know what other shows block listeners listen to because there are no block listeners, Karina. <laughs> yeah, I think, the sam- I think the sample data needs a minimum right. of 10, which we yeah. never get to. No, we so, never do. Yeah. Our six listeners listen there. to the starting block and maybe nothing else. 
or yeah. uh, our six listeners are not enough to trigger any kind of statistical awareness in Spotify's algorithms that says, mm-hmm. you know, we don't need to actually recommend anything for anyone who listens to this podcast because there's nobody listening to it. So why Do you reckon we've broken the algorithm? Yeah, you reckon we're, we're transcending genres, Greeno, maybe. Well, yeah, maybe we're, we're a, tier, a tier separate to what the uh, algorithm we're, we're is too smart. We're too smart yeah. for the machine. That's right. Working around the algorithm. Yeah, I mean, we've got Unity Day, we've got Statman, yeah. we've got all sorts of shit going on here they don't know what's going on we've got nelly oh, Furtado okay. making what frittatas is like this? The, the guy's talking about nelly Furtado and indecent obsession i don't fucking understand what yeah. can we what can we link this to eden gahar's um, garden of eden it's not garden celebrity eden. gossip yeah. because it's fake so yeah. it's not satire because <laughs> it's not funny it's not funny <laughs> it's not comedy so right. you can't recommend comedy that's right <laughs> uh we don't talk about still less than three percent sport content so they can't link us to it's sport. not sport definitely not sport yeah it really is a personal journals podcast, but it's only recognised as such in, of course, Vietnam. So. In Vietnam, exactly. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. we'll see. I, I'm, I'm going to actually keep an Fuck eye on that Spotify moving forward. Anyway, you know. um, yeah. I'm going to keep an eye on it. So what what has can... Spotify ever done for us, though? So we shouldn't really care. It doesn't matter. Well, that's, that's where I listen to all my podcasts. Really? Spotify. So if you got kicked yeah. off Spotify, you'd be heartbroken. Kind of. Really? You I, use Spotify fucked. to listen to podcasts. Why don't you just use a, like a podcast app? Uh, because my iPod broke. Ah, right. Okay. So I've got no choice but to listen to on Spotify. Oh, yeah. I, um, I, I guess I just use Apple Podcasts because I've got an iPhone. So Yeah, I have an iPhone. Yeah. Yeah, I can't imagine so listening to podcasts on Spotify, though. Yeah. You a Joe Rogan man? He's on Spotify, isn't he? No, I don't listen to Joe Rogan. No. Uh, I, I enjoyed like old school Joe Rogan, like early days Joe Rogan. Conspiracy but now theory just, Joe Rogan when he was. Yeah, now yeah. it's just, yeah. Uh, I, haven't, I haven't really enjoyed much of any recent Joe. So uh, it's not part of the rotation. Okay. Uh, it's it's normally just a big old plethora of baseball podcasts and the occasional uh, comedy podcast. Sizzletown or something like that. Yeah. Sizzletown, that's in there, team effort, those, those kind of yeah. things. Um, yeah, I don't listen to a lot of podcasts. Every now I listen to um, David King on Jared Waitley's morning show. That's like on a yep. his segment on his morning show on a Monday, and it goes for about 40 minutes. Um, every now and then I chuck on a bit of Revenge of the Sis. Um, Podcast-wise, yeah, I'm not a big podcast listener. I, I, I normally would listen to... While the Ashes is on, I've been going to sleep listening to the Ashes. Yeah. Um, but I'd normally listen to like audiobooks and like history oh, yeah. audiobooks, like the rise and fall of the Third Reich or something like that. Mm. Uh, lately, I've been listening to Carthage Must Die, which is a great one yeah. about the history of Carthage, Rome's great um, nemesis of the 200 BC ish era. So, mm. yeah, that kind of, I'm that, I'm that much boring, ladies I and like gentlemen. stories about pinatas. I am that boring. I don't even listen yeah. to baseball podcasts or any kind of cool stuff like that. I'm not interested. Definitely not cool, but nonetheless, yeah, yeah. it's, uh, you're basically reading, you're basically listening to textbooks. Yeah, pretty much. Yep. Hold on. Mute a word of the week, Damo. What, are, you muting? what are we muting this week? We're muting the words Yumi and Steins this week, Damo. Yumi and oh, Steins. It's about fucking time. I muted her about 10 years ago, I think. Yeah, Easily. well, uh, I've obviously managed to avoid most of the Yumi Steins talk over the years, thankfully. Uh, but this week was just. Fill people uh, a in big on old... who Yumi Steins is, uh, if well, I, I may. I don't even know who the fuck she is. She used to be a TV. Or she Actually, she started off as like a, Channel a, v. Video, a VJ mm-hmm. on. Um, Channel V. Uh, Ch- Channel V. Which was our so, version of like the 90s version of MTV. Before MTV. MTV started having shows on it, when it was really just 
uh, people sitting in a crazy studio with all colours and stuff throwing to each individual film clip, you know, that's what yeah. they used to do on MTV. That So we had that, you know, well into the 2000s when you guys in America had already changed your MTV to be like a legitimate network for some reason. Yeah. Uh, and she was one of the hosts on our MTV, which was Channel V. And then mm-hmm. after that, uh, she became kind of like, she, she got weird. She cut her hair short and she ended up on one of those morning shows like The View where it was like, like a bunch view, of old ladies exactly whinging about I'm stuff. Like, what's, yeah, what's, <laughs> I was like, what's yeah. the circles equivalent in the US? I'm like, it's the yeah. fucking, it's the Whoopi Goldberg one. Yes, um, The View. And then, yeah. and then she, you know, she started becoming some kind of like fucking activist or something and started complaining about racial inequality and stuff. And then mm-hmm. everyone started hating her because she started, not because she did that, but because she started going increasingly ridiculous with it you know and like yeah, her hot like takes are getting jock. hotter and hotter yeah, yeah. shocked her hot take trying to get headlines those That's kind right. of things yeah yeah, yeah like and everything is racist ask me how yeah. kind of situation exactly yeah uh, so yeah, well, you got, that's the only way you keep those shows relevant by saying outrageous shit, Apparently. getting other publications and then people are like, Oh, better go check in the circle, see what crazy shit you will do. And then she said something that got her sacked or many, many years ago. And mm-hmm. I haven't thought of it since. Yep. And not this week where apparently she caused outrage by releasing a, a, a sex book aimed at like educating uh, young young people, oh, I guess. What what is it with these fucking activists? They always end up coming back to talking about sex with children. That's like their thing. Children. What exactly. what what so, is it? What what where does that come from? You know what I mean? It's like, look, I know I have substance addiction, and I know where it comes from. It comes from my rage, Greeno, in my my mm-hmm. teenage years. Now, where yeah. does your preoccupation with kids and sex come from? Where does that come from? I wonder mm. why is it these activists? It's like what you can't save the world unless you teach eight-year-olds how to masturbate. Is that is that what we're getting at here? Yeah. We, you know, we, we, our concerns are climate change, racial inequality, and our kids having enough anal sex. And it's like no, no, no. Yeah. See, you're always fucking up with the last one, don't you? You always <laughs> go a little bit too far. Jump right? the shark. Yeah, like definitely jump the shark. So tell me, what's Yumi talking about with the kids, Karina? Well, that's the thing. The outrage came about the fact that this book uh, was being sold at BW, like a a local kind of uh, retailer, and it's readily available for anyone to purchase. And people are like, this is outrageous. Children should not be able to purchase this particular, uh, this filth, this smut. First Um, of all, children aren't purchasing anything unless they have jobs. So (laughs) the the outrage was the most ridiculous thing ever because I'm like, well, the kids aren't buying this fucking book. So let's just calm down, shall we? Uh, Secondly, if if someone's... if the kids are seeing the book, it's because a parent has purchased it for them, and then and that's not the parent, that's not on the author of the book. Yeah. Uh, thirdly, the book is kind of pretty mundane compared to anything you can search on the internet. Yeah. Uh, so that that book got cancelled. So Big W had to pull the book off the shelves hmm. because uh, the the crazy people the were saying it's trying to it's trying to groom children. Yeah. Um, well, it may or it may audience. or may not be, but the reality is, who's fucking reading books these days? No one's <laughs> like, reading it. The child is like, hey man, let's go hang out at Big W. No one. Yeah. If you go into Big W, there's not a person under the age of thirty five in Big W. So yeah. I think the consumer base is is kind of a bit off point there. Well, um, yeah, I, I mean, no one's reading books. No one goes to the library anymore. Every, everything's on the internet, like you said. So, yeah. um, you know, and look, let's be honest here. Five, six-year-olds probably know more about the internet than their parents do. You know? Exactly. They know how to get around all the, the blocks the and filters. whatnot there. Yeah. 
Yeah, you got bigger fish to fry. Trust me. If you're exactly. worried about look, I, look, I don't like the fact that there's um, books out there that are promoting like sexual promiscuity with children either. I, I genuinely don't. But you know what? I don't think it, I don't, I don't think buy it the it's shit. A, it's a sex education book just to kind of teach them about sex, like. Well, so it may, it may be, and, and yeah, but it, it doesn't mean just because it's got a sex education label on it doesn't mean that it's necessarily good at educating about sex. There are maybe perhaps other ways that you can educate um, about sexual activity and whatnot, and maybe some, maybe some, you know, profit. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. This is this is your choice as a parent. So well, yeah, you know, what I'm also saying is, I guarantee all the people that were complaining about the book never actually looked at the book. Uh, well, I'm, I'm not sure that's necessarily true. Um, I, think, you know. I think it's a high percentage of just outrage for the sake of outrage. Yeah, they're, they're, that's generally the case. But yeah, I've seen some of these books, man, that uh, like you know that are about we're educating children, and it's pretty fucking horrific. Some of the shit that's in there. But again, I'm not the book banning type. So and my I'm opinion the is buy that book for my kid. All right. So my opinion is no. Let the people write. Let the crazy fucking activist people write about you know write the kids' sex books if they like. The best <laughs> way to show them that uh, their work is not appreciated is by not fucking buying it. That's buy it. that's how it works. Like we've got to get out of this cycle of banning fucking everything. And whilst I may agree with some of the points of the people who say this is disgusting, yes, I think it's disgusting too. That's why I'm not buying the shit. Right. Yeah. And that's that's your choice too. You can say you can, you have this power as well, right? Do you not say, buy something exactly. Yeah. It's a crazy notion. I know. Just yeah. put it out there. Just yeah. don't buy it. Yeah. And you'll be okay. Don't buy it. Uh, and, but, you, and again, you're allowed to make your voice known as well. If like if you think that something's particularly nasty in the world, you're allowed to say so because that, that's the thing. The activist types generally don't have any concern with holding back their opinions and mm-hmm. they want and all the mm-hmm. things that they wish were banned. And that's kind of why they end up in these situations where they themselves get banned. It's You know why? It's because everyone's like, well, fuck you. I've got no sympathy for you. Aren't you the bitch that was on TV talking about how everyone needs to be taken off the radio and off TV for the last 10 years? Oh, right. Is that you? Did you write this book? So you kind of, you're asking for it to, you know, to kind of um, loan from an old phrase. Like if you spend your career talking about how other shit needs to be banned and then put out a book, don't be surprised if people are going to turn we'll around and say that, that your book. books should well, be banned, right? But, but as always happens with anything in this <laughs> you don't deserve, scenario. But... You don't deserve the red carpet treatment just because, um, you know, if you've if you've spent – that's karma, right? If you go out advocating that people should be banned for shit, don't be surprised when people turn around and say that you should be banned. Because well, you've been doing the, it for so long, so fuck the karma it. didn't quite work then. Because the wanted the book banned, got it banned, got it pulled from the shelves of Big W. You know mm. what happened? Yeah, became someone else. Became the number else. one best selling yeah. yeah. no, book on Amazon, Gary. which is exactly the point that we've been making for years and years. When you try to ban something, you just draw more attention to it. You and draw you're an more idiot. attention to it, and they've yeah. ended up actually making a book that no one would have known about, no one would have cared See, about, yeah. no one would have purchased. Yeah. Is now a number one bestseller. All so you like, had to do is not buy it, That's keep, it. and you and could have got it off the shelf that shut. way. That's it. Keep your mouth shut. Don't buy it, and it would have gone away. Your dream. Of, yeah, that's it. It would have been in the bargain bin, you know, yeah. uh, six months from now, and it would have been a joke. But you've turned it into, you know, you've got all of the, you know, weirdo fucking supporters of hers to mm-hmm. now go, I'm going to support her. I'm going to fucking buy the book. Most of them don't even have children, you know. They don't <laughs> have children. And, <laughs> and yeah, they have no interest in the book. They're going to buy it out on principle. I'll it's buy 100 copies just to shit yeah. on the people who hate her, you know. Show you how it's done. It's like the people that uh, the burn jerseys when a player leaves. You've yeah. already handed over your money, dickhead. <laughs> 
right? <laughs> You're actually not helping the cause here. You've already yeah. given the company money. Let's right. move on. Yeah. People burning books. You, you had to buy the book to burn it. You're an idiot. Yeah. You just, why didn't you just burn the fifty? People, like, people who were tipping, people, book. people who were tipping Bud Light down their sink when Dylan Mulvaney yeah. was doing the promo. It's like, well, hang on, you've already on. bought the beer. Why don't you pour it into a glass? Okay. Drink the beer. Yeah, drink, drink the beer, then piss it out, and and film the the pissing. Yeah, just don't just, just do if you've all, if you've already bought it, then don't buy Ooh. any more if you feel that yeah. strongly about yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. It's but already there. Don't buy idiot. it to pour it out. <laughs> yeah, you're an idiot. Yeah. I'll take the I'll take the trans beer. I don't care. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> give me give me yeah, the cock beer. It. Send it this way. Give me the uh, cock and tits <laughs> beer. I'll, I'll take it with a smile. Thank you very much. That's it. Yeah. Give me the tuck back while I drink it. I can do it. That's yeah. fine. Um, that's a compromise. Yeah. Um, Stops me from having to go to the toilet every five minutes because I'm drinking Bud Light, Greeno. Everyone's a winner. Yeah. Uh, Damo, uh, we've had the blockheads reach out and they said to me, look, uh, Greeno, not enough new segments. It's, back in the day, we were getting new segments left, right and centre. Uh, the, the world's dried up. To we also reply, did shows more often. Too, so. Yeah, that, that does help. We're up to season 41 or something after last week's hiatus. Yeah. Um, and uh, uh, my response to that was, hey, have you not seen the new segment Bears Tweet of the Week? And they're like, well, that's oh, one in it. like four years. Yeah, well, but, fair but point. What they're a like, one. Look, we, used to get, we used to get the gardening segment. We used to get the, the Mitchell Johnson Award. Yep. We had a whole bunch of new segments, and it's just been it's been dry. Dumbest so comment like, okay. of the week. We haven't done that for Dumbest a while. Hey, you know, let's just. Uh... Folks are dumb where I come from. There you go. Uh, we obviously had uh, court dates, yeah, you know, those those things were, were kind of new, fresh, etc., etc. Yeah. So I was like, okay, well, let's let's come up with a, a new segment just for the blockheads who are complaining about the lack of new segments. Ah, okay, nice. What do we got? Uh, and kind of like hedging off uh, the gardening segment, which was the the last new segment that I could think of. Do I still have that on here somewhere? I'm just going to have a quick look. Do I still have that? Uh... No, I don't think I do. I don't think. No, I, I think have. you wiped that one pretty quickly. I think we did that for two weeks, and you're like, "That, that's a shit segment. Get rid of it." Oh um, no, here it is. So this week, uh, on the back of that, this this week's new segment, forgotten veggie of the week. <laughs> forgotten vegetable, like veggies yeah. in vegetable. Yes. Vegetable. So. Uh, for some reason this week, I was reminded the forgotten of, vegetable of, of a the vegetable. Week. We're gonna, this is going to be a short run, isn't it? This season, because <laughs> how many vegetables have been forgotten over time, <laughs> Greeno? Forgotten, but but uh, what pass? I already know what's going to be. I already know that turnip is going to be weak too. Turnip, turnip weak too. We'll see how we go. <laughs> we'll have to do the research. Yeah. But uh, this week's forgotten vegetable is a choco, Damon. Do you remember chocos? The only thing I legitimately know about choco is the saying, and it, I think it's only an Australian saying. Uh, if you're commenting on like a supervisor's performance and they're not equipped to handle the job, you would say he couldn't run a choco vine over a shit house screen. No, there you go. Gary. It's the only thing I know about chocos is that saying. Exactly, yeah. and that that phrase probably is forty-five years outdated. That's probably the last beyond. time we've used. It's older than uh, that. that goes back to the that. gold rush, Greeno. That one. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, I actually came across a choco vine over the course of the week, and I'm like, was it running I, over I was, a shit house? Or? It wasn't. No, it was just uh, over a fence. But uh, you can be thinking, I'm like, I can't remember the last time I saw a choco. I can't remember the last time. I, I do remember the last time I ate a choco. I was a kid at my grandma's house. I don't even know what house. a choco looks like. I don't. It's it's like a green. It's almost like an, av- an, an a cross between an avocado and a squash. Okay. Uh, and it has no flavor. No flavor. It's just Hence water flavored. It's, yeah. it's tasted pretty watery. But my nan would put it like with a roast and you just smother that bastard in gravy. Ah. Uh. 
I see. Uh, but she'd have the chocos because she had a choco vine in the backyard, and it's like, well, so we're adding it to the roast. Tasteless filling, tasteless, tasteless plate filler, basically. Yeah, it's kind of the uh, it's it's the cucumber version of roast veggies. Okay, people roast cucumbers these days too. I might add. They do. They barbecue them. Yeah. Get a bit of char. Seen that on MasterChef. A little bit of char uh, on, the, on the cuke. Green eye. Yeah. Ah, uh, choco. Forgotten yeah. veggie of the week. Week one. Uh, so, uh, I know Stefan's not doing the polls anymore, but would you rather a choco or a cucumber? Maybe. I think a cucumber. Yeah. Why? They both uh, they're both tasteless I, I, by the sound. They're both of tasteless. It. I prefer the crunch of a cucumber though. A, bit, a little bit of crispy on the outside, Greeno. Yeah. Like if we're just going, if we're not adding condiments, like adding stuff to it, I think I'd probably go a cucumber over a, a choco. Okay. But if we're able to add stuff, I'd probably go a choco because then I'm going to add gravy to that bad boy. Okay, I'm just going to put into YouTube choco recipes and see what yep. the first. Let's click on the first one that comes up. Choco recipe. Okay. Uh, yeah, have a look at the. Have a look how boring that thing looks right there. Okay, do they call it chayote? Is that something? Uh, no. No chayote. No. Where's choco? It's literally the top one, I think. Oh yeah, how to cook choco? Chayote. Oh, okay. Maybe that's a, a sub variant of the choco. Yeah, because they keep saying chayote, chayote. So, mm. well, we've got to go with the choco greeno. Right, go to the top. Uh, I think the top one was just a, a no, plain old choco, wasn't it? No, it's chayote. Well, that's chayote as well. Chayote, chayote, chayote. So this is the first one that actually refers to choco. So let's have a quick look. No, let's go this one. Yeah. Look at that thing. How bland and how boring does that look? Let's have a look. 250 yeah, grams of choco, 20 grams of butter, Hi, salt and, and pepper. Is her whole fucking channel about chocos, Greeno? It might be it's a, a completely deal. dedicated choco channel. Yeah. <laughs> we might have met our match here in the, in the, the personal the journals week. department. Choco <laughs> 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 channel. Chutney recipe, and now I'm just going to prepare them with a simple butter and salt and pepper. Okay, butter, salt, salt and pepper. You can't fuck that up, can you? So let's get you can't fuck it up. It's still not going to taste like anything. Okay, that's the problem with the choco. Okay, we're boiling. Okay, so we're boiling chocos, Greta. Yeah, that's not a good start. We're going to boil whatever flavor is left in there. Yeah. We're going to peel these and we're going to peel them in water. Don't even. Okay, we're peeling them in water as well. So it's yeah. a water birth for the choco so, dish. Yeah, you haven't even got the, the luxury of the, the outside. You've got the, the boring middle of the choco. Let's skip ahead here a little bit because we've all we all know how to peel a choco. Like. We know how to peel. If anyone needs instruction on how to peel a choco or yeah. how to peel any kind of vegetable, to be yeah. fair, yeah. stay away from the kitchen. You shouldn't be using knives, you shouldn't be using the stove. Uh, something's not right there. Okay. It kind of, yeah, you're right. It does kind of look like an apple. It looks a bit like an apple as well, I guess. On the yeah, a bit, a bit of apple vibe. Okay, thin strips. Okay, so we're yeah. going to boil it until it's tender we're gonna, in the boiling we're gonna water. Boil, have a look how thin that is. Like the little bit of flavour that was there. Yeah, thin like decimated. potato chips, Greener. Absolutely decimated. Okay, butter. Yeah, pepper and salt mix. Okay. Toss them through the butter and the pepper, yep. and that's it. It's that's very it. Easy. It's full of how, okay, can we, can we pause there? Yeah. Can we have a look at how many views that video has got? Uh, it's got 133,000 views. Nice. Yay. That. The lady peeled a choco. <laughs> yes, she did. And put butter, salt, and pepper in it. Yep. And that's it. And now she's. And that's it. Yeah. 133,000 views. There was something I saw on Twitter the other, uh, on YouTube the other day, yeah. and I'm like. Oh, it was people. It was two women who were tasting a snack from overseas, yeah. and it had like 1.3 million views. I'm like, how? 
Look, she didn't even melt all the butter. Look, there's a big chunk no, the of butter still- there. <laughs> she didn't even melt the butter, Green. Nice, she got more butter probably. She d- all she did is put butter, salt, pepper, and choco pepper. strips oh, into a saucepan and stir it. Like it's yeah. not even hot. And she Green. still fucked it up. Yeah. Sprinkle of parsley if you like. I'm going sprinkle of parsley sprinkle on your choco, Greeno. On the choco <laughs> to go with your non-melted butter. Remember, this is the top view that we got referring to yeah. choco recipes, okay? A very simple. Yeah. So that's what you can do with the choco, ladies and gentlemen. You can, <laughs> you can boil it. She said in the video. <laughs> she just said in the video there. And there you go. A very simple choco recipe. You know what? She's not fucking lying. Nice. No, <laughs> it is very simple. simple. If you want to mix it up, you want to make it a bit more simple, yeah. don't add the butter. Yeah. I don't even think that counts as a recipe. I think you've just, no. I think you just like mixed some stuff together. And that's yeah. it. So you haven't cooked heads. a thing. We, we want to hear from you. Send us your favorite choco recipes. <laughs> Let us know. Put them in the chat, and um, <laughs> we'll run through them next week. Now this, now okay, now we, we, you know what? Let's spend a little time. Let's give the choco some love. Now this video is from Dana. This one was just the suggestions. Okay, so is, I don't mean to, I don't mean to interrupt. Yeah. After like this three minutes, I can't understand why Spotify says there's nothing like this. Yeah. <laughs> well, we just you know what. Give Spotify a chance to catch up. We've only just discovered the Forgotten Vegetable of the Week segment. <laughs> there might be another program that thinks about Forgotten Vegetables. That's right. We're, we're on the way up now. So yeah. this is Dana Lanceman. She's got 99 subscribers. You know what, Greeno? Just for talking about the Choco, in the honour, in the spirit of Forgotten Vegetable of the Week, guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to give Dana. 100. I'm going to be number 100 for Dana. There you go, Dana. There we go. You fucking earned that. You deserve that. Let's have a look now. Dana's got 100 subscribers. Round of applause for Dana. 15 comments about Chocos. I like it. That's more comments than we've had in probably the last year and a half. That's it. So this video is called Everything About Chocos. So let's have a look. Mm -hmm. Let's learn about the Choco here on the Forgotten Vegetable of the Week segment. Chocos. I know a lot of you might cringe at the word Chocos because I know a lot of people grew up... um, being force-fed chokers, but they? they actually um, can taste quite delicious. Um, they're nutritious. With a bit and of butter, salt yep. and pepper. Butter, salt and pepper. That's so, all you need, apparently. Um, as you can see, we have this big choker vine here covering our And there chair. you go, running a choco vine over a shit house screen. Oh, that's where it comes there from. There we go. Yep. It is very bushy, like isn't it, the choco Funnily vine? Enough, um, mm. are called finicky to grow elsewhere in the world, but in Australia, they are so easy and they require... They're basically a big, big weed. It's a. I was just thinking that it's a weed. Yeah. They're so easy to grow here that people will will pay a professional gardener to fucking get rid of them. To yeah. Get rid of them. Yeah. Put some the weed and feed on it. Are related to cucumbers, melons, pumpkins. There we go. Zucchini. I told you it's as boring as a cucumber. It's in the cucumber family, Greeno. Apparently, she needs a little bit of a prune here. You've got to get those dead leaves out. Yeah, you've got to get those dead leaves. That's a waste of nutrients right there. Yeah. We could be adding potential flavour to this choco. Yeah, I feel like taking my sub away now because I've seen this. How poorly the kept the fucking choco vine is here at Dana's. Well, place. she might redeem herself. She might point out that it does need pruning. Ah, okay. They're much smaller. Um, and all of these plants come from Central America. Okay. So all you need to grow your own choco. Okay. Is all you need is, is a vine. So a choco. That one that's quite mature. Mature. Like this big one here. Usually the ones on the roof because they kind of get forgotten about. You can see this one's quite big, slightly bigger than usual. Yep. Plenty good to eat. If you leave this on your counter for a few weeks, the seed will start oh, migrating. I'm looking forward to getting alerts from this lady. That's a huge scrubber. 
Yeah, and you... for, a, for updated Choco videos. That's it. Let's let's just skip ahead here a little bit. And see yeah, what, what are the juicy Choco bits that we got here? Choco, Choco tidbits. Everything on the planet. You can eat their fruits, their shoots, their leaves. Their I wonder if the fucking recipe? I wonder if the roots are more tasty than the fucking fruit nice, is. Greta. Gary. You know, the at least it, well, you know what? At least the roots taste like dirt. They taste like yep. something. <laughs> something. There's some kind of flavor texture there. Uh, another interesting fact here, Damo. Mm. This video called "Everything About Chocos." So the, like, you want to know top to bottom every possible thing about Chocos? Mm. This is your video. Goes to three minutes fifty-three. Three and a half minutes. Is That's all we need to know. <laughs> we covered it all. We covered the whole spectrum. Three fifty-three. I'm just now, she's conveniently placed the chocos here on top of the bin, which is exactly where bin. I would have put them. <laughs> Straighten the bin, lady. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what you close the lid for. You're wasting time yeah. there. You've got, to be, you've got to put them in the bin, yeah. not under the bin. This is about maybe one third of the roof. Okay. So we have a lot of chocos. Yep. So to use the. That means you're going to have to spend a lot of money on salt, pepper, and butter. Butter? You're going to need a big old stick of butter. Chop them in about four this way. Yep. Um, and then you can chop them into cubes or even long slices or... You can literally chop them any way you want. They're so versatile. The Chocos are so versatile, you can chop them sideways or long ways. Or long ways, yeah. Incredible. It's amazing. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Strips, I usually do them about this big and then about this thick. <laughs> um, and then you just That's good fry to know. Them. Like Choco wedges, Greeno. Yeah. Onions or something. Or uh, and then they absorb the flavor pepper. of your soup or your curry really, really nicely and have a beautiful texture. Okay. We're going to see a whip up. Whip up a bit of choco? Gonna, in the next 13 seconds, I doubt it. 13 seconds. <laughs> Although I reckon I could do a choco recipe in 13 seconds. Yep. <laughs> Salt, pepper, and butter. There you go. Butter. Done. Stick it in a saucepan and stir it. No, you don't even have to yeah. turn the gas on. It's good to know that she's showing us how to take the, the chocos from the top of the bin yeah. over to the bench. Well, again, she should be taking them from the bench to the bin. I think. To the other bin. More realistic, yeah. Okay. Beat the crowds. Avoid the shops. Beat the crowds, Greener. <laughs> Until stocks the last. Nice, Jerry. Yeah. So there we go. Okay. The choco, the forgotten veggie of the week. Ah, that was, that was, that was a good winner, segment, that. yeah. All yeah. Right. We're going to have to Happy do turnips next week, I think. Reckon turnips? Yeah, turnips don't get used anymore, do they? Have you ever uh, seen turnip on anything ever? I think I put it in soup. To be fair, really? Yeah, I do. I don't think yeah, I've no, ever turnips, bought I've, a turnip. I used turnips recently. Really? What for? What yeah, are I used it in, a, in a veggie soup? Okay. Well, you may as well use in, choco. Um, you put choco in there, green. I could, I could put some choco. But that's going to ruin a perfectly good soup. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, it's water. Turnip, it should help. <laughs> the turnip, though, they, they sneak that little bad boy in, uh, like soup packs, right? Okay. You know the pre-made oh, soup packs. Yeah, because they get rid of them that way. Yeah. That's how you get rid of them. You, they they chuck in a couple of carrots, yeah. a turnip, a parsnip, a couple a of stick celery, of celery sticks, and yeah. an onion. Yeah. That's all you need. That's, that's right. how they get rid of the turnips. Yep. Uh, we got some ah. chatters in the chat. Green you know, Jim Enward is mm-hmm. uh, saying gay, 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 gay. And BZ OK Night, where are Chocos native to? Chocos look like they're perpetually not ready. No, <laughs> they, do. they do. That's the reason you got to boil the shit out of them and add butter, salt and pepper. Salt and pepper and that's it. That's all you get. That's it. Out of a that's all you need. Yeah. <laughs> that's all we got. Uh, Damo, fans may not love their Chocos, hmm. but I'll tell you what they do love. Hmm. They're Thursday night footy, baby. Okay, Thursday night footy. Okay. So last night, big night, Thursday night footy. It's it? uh, we're we after the Origin slump. Hmm. You know, the the full squads are back. 
everyone's ready to go. It's time to watch some footy on a Thursday night. Let's see how the old ratings went with a bit of rugby league there on, on a Thursday evening. Um, number one, surprisingly, women's soccer. Yep. That, uh, that FIFA shot. Women's World Cup currently being held. Is it in Australia, is it? Or? Yeah, it is, yeah. Okay, it's in Australia. Um, yeah. You know, the Aussie girls did the opening game last night. So, of course, that was going to rate its dick off. We're going we're to have to flip it around because it's the girls. We can't Normally, we'd say it's rate its tits off, Greeno, but we can't yeah. use that. So, we're going to have to say rated its dick off, Greeno. Rated its dick off, yeah. <laughs> rated it, so, the girls rated their dicks off last night. Yeah. That's not even that radical of a statement these days, by the way. Uh, nah. it's, it's less radical than saying Choco is a good vegetable, you know? Yeah. So the exactly. girls raided their dicks off last night, got 1.2 million views, Greeno, in the metro nice. market. Let's see, 50% more than the next highest rating program last night. Yeah, which was the uh, news, which always wins, the news. by the way. Which always wins normally. So that one, that, that peaked and then absolutely kicked ass across the board there. Yeah. Rated its um, dick off, Greeno. Yeah, exactly. So news went two, three, four, and five. So once again, we're we're one through five. Still no Thursday night footy, Damo. No Thursday. Um, we've got number six women's pregame. Mm-hmm. So pregame came in at six ninety five. Okay. So the pre-match wank. Well, does it wank? No, uh, it'd be the pre-match jilly. I think you would say. Okay. Okay. Uh, <laughs> the pre-match. The, the pre-match DJ diddles, Greta. <laughs> pre-match diddling uh, for the women. There came in uh, at number six. Yep. Then you had a current affair, which is another news program at seven. Yep. Then you had the post-match. The, oh, sorry, that was post-game. Yep. Then you had the pre-match diddle uh, yep. there at eight. Yep. So post game, the the post coitus, uh, the, they enjoyed that six ninety five news. Then six, the, nine. the pregame, nice. Yeah. yeah. Uh, then we had the Ashes session one. Yep. Which, right, which makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Big Bit more news. Yeah. Then we got. Then we, so once again, still no Thursday night footy demo. And the girls, the girls are actually kicking the guys' asses there. They got three of the uh, World Cup, you know, kind of shows before the Ashes, mm-hmm. and the Ashes is the biggest cricket. In the world, if you come from yeah. either England or Australia, you know, um, so this this is the cricket that we care most about is being yeah. and winning they the outrated it by about a million. Yeah, kicked it. You know, Jill, <laughs> they diddled their dicks off, Greeno, or whatever, <laughs> whatever the <laughs> fuck we're up to. Whatever we wish that way. I think we news. Then we got a couple of quiz shows, Damo. Yeah, there's always a couple of quiz shows just hanging around the top ten, isn't there? Chasing hot seat there at eleven yeah. and twelve. Then we got the middle session of the Ashes at yeah. thirteen. A bit later mm-hmm. at night, so the the rating is kind of uh, paid off. But we're, we're in the like three hundred thousands now. Yeah. So not a for a country, yeah, I mean, you've got twenty five million, don't we? Something like that. No, um, not bad. Three hundred seventy eight thousand we're viewing. Then another news program. Then the. The mid uh, session two. Oh no, sorry. At thirteen was the lunch break of the ashes. Uh, no, nice. So Thursday night footy still not there. And but, the lunch uh, break of the ashes, mind you, happens at like one o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. Three hundred seventy-eight thousand tuned in. Yeah. Then we had session two at fifteen. Yep. Sixteen dogs behaving very badly. Australia. <laughs> Came in at three oh eight. Yeah. Now this program, I don't know if you've seen the ads for this. Right, it's little dicks off, Greener. This this looks like uh, absolute Quality torture program. to watch this thing. Yeah. Uh, three hundred eight thousand. Do you remember Chicken that? Point? What was the What was the name of that actress? And she came over here and she had that fucking dog show for one season. Uh, what uh, not Rebel Wilson. Wasn't yes, it? Rebel Wilson. And what yeah. what show was it again? Uh, uh, I can't remember what it was, but we I think it lasted a whole two weeks before it got axed. Not even, yeah. Maybe, not even, yeah. maybe it was just a pilot, Greener. 
Uh, it, it did last two. They, they did a whole season, and then they flicked it over to um, one of the side Mate channels. Or one of those, yeah. yeah. To die a slow, um, slow, quiet. To die death. a very slow, painful, unratings death there, yeah. and just try to make people forget about it. Mm. Um, what's the name of that fucking show? Dog show. Oh, Perfect Pooch. Perfect Pooch with oh, Rebel Wilson. Perfect, nice, sorry. Gary. It's Rebel a dog Wilson. grooming series that's, called Pooch Perfect. Right. It was a dog was grooming game of, show, wasn't it? Basically. Game show, yeah. It was off the back of uh, Pitch Perfect. <laughs> Pitch Perfect. Shortly released, they called it Pooch Perfect. Yeah. A bit of a Let's find Australia's best dog groomer, basically. Yeah. yeah. Well done. Yeah, lasted two episodes. Well done. Um... <laughs> And that was during the pandemic too. So mm. people people were locked in their homes and still didn't watch that shit. Yeah. Um, tipping point, no idea what that is. Then afternoon news, the chase and the project. Two hundred forty eight thousand there at number twenty. So no footy demo. Not even crack in the, the top, top 20. twenty. So I looked at that and I'm like two hundred forty eight thousand. There's got to be some footy somewhere. So mm. then I scrolled down to the pay TV. Okay, where's the pay to TV? see where the ratings were at? And there we go, hundred eleven thousand. Okay. Tuned in to, oh, to that. Right. Okay. Yep. But yeah, what actually okay. got me really intrigued mm. was how little the some of these top rating programs on pay TV actually well, uh, rate. Yeah. So how much did that? How many uh, views did that lady have about the chocos being bought? One hundred eleven thousand. One hundred thirty-three thousand. One hundred thirty-three thousand. The Maddie John Show. <laughs> Thirty six thousand. Nice, Gary. Matty Johns. Matty yeah. Johns is 20% of the Choco viewership on the YouTube. Choco market. How much is Matty um, Johns getting paid? Because I guarantee you the Choco lady did it for free, Greener. Yeah, exactly. Um Isn't that funny? We could put we could put someone boiling Chocos on TV yeah. at the same time as Matty Johns and it would get and it a would bigger audience. Him. Yeah. Now here's another little tidbit for you. Have a look at number eleven on the um The Great Pottery Throwdown, Greeno. So the Great Pottery Throwdown, I don't know what it is. I need to know more the about the Great Pottery <laughs> Throwdown. <laughs> it doesn't sound that exciting. Only eleven thousand less than the Matty John show. I'm looking I'm um, now I'm now uh, on YouTube looking for a trailer for the Great Pottery Throwdown. Pottery, pottery Showdown. Yeah. So looking forward to that. Okay. Here we go. Mash Mash repeats. I just, you could you could get a mash repeat and almost like you could throw two eps and you get the same amount as a Matty John show episode. Wow! And mash has been repeated more than any other show in TV history. Any I other think. program ever? Yeah. All right. So this is a uh, trailer for the Great Pottery Throwdown. Let's have a look, Greener. Let's have a look. Describe it as the Olympics of pottery. The Olympics of pottery, Greener. <laughs> season five. There's been five seasons of this. Thing. Five seasons. Uh, this is obviously like the Great British Bake Off, but with pottery. Yeah, okay. but a pottery. You know, you know what? I can see myself watching something like this because I do get hooked on these kinds of shows. I've got to okay. admit, hand on heart. Are you ready? Okay, let's have a look. Oh, my goodness. This is the most difficult challenge so far. Try and breathe as well when you do that. We found 12 of the nation's best amateur potters. Hello. Oh, we, okay, we've run out of ideas for television, haven't we? <laughs> Like we, nice. we've just got the, it's the bottom of the barrel. We found twelve of the nation's best pottery artists. Amateur me. potters, they called them. Really. Yeah, yeah. I, I would need a little amateur potter to watch this. Perhaps. I need a lot of amateur <laughs> potter to get through this episode. How are you all feeling? Nervous? Excited? Sick? Excellent. Okay. Oh, the, uh, the pressure. They'll be tasked with the, transforming the lots great pottery of okay. This week we're making an ashtray. <laughs> yeah. as well when you do that. 
excited. Sick. Excellent. <laughs> how many how many ghost references do you reckon they squeeze into every episode, oh, Bruno? There'd be, there'd be enough Swayze talk to, to drown an elephant. Yep. Um, these actually look pretty shit, to be fair. Yeah. These, this is the best these people have got. Well, they are amateurs, Greener. This is the crap I did in, like, year eight art class. Yeah. Beautiful. We give you these tasks and only had an hour and a half, but it's fantastic. He's cried. It's always amazing. He's crying. Okay, the He's host crying is crying because she made a coffee mug, ladies and gentlemen. Nice, yeah. Gary. The handle is is on. So well done. Yeah. That's full um, on. There you go. It's it's that thing almost outrated Maddie Johns. Well done. I think he likes them. <laughs> oh, there you go. There you go. The creator of the Great British Bake Off. Yeah. Because you get a formula and the formula just carries over yeah, just to whatever the fucking product replicated is. eight billion times with different products. Yeah, I tell you which show I do like of these. It's called. Uh, is it called? Is it cake? Greeno? That's a good one. That one's pretty good. That's I'll pretty fucking that. good. Yeah. Is it cake? Is, is impressive. Yep. Um, that's normally it. pretty obvious which one's cake, which one's not. To be fair. No, they're not. No, I wouldn't say that. That's not fair. Some of those people are fucking maniacs with the cake. They're, they're pretty good. Yeah. Um, Fucking is it cake? Good program. Is it Good cake? Program. Oh, we'll just throw a quick little uh, trailer on for is it cake, just in case you don't know what we're talking about. Uh, is it cake two official trailer? Is it, is it cake? Is it cake? Now this is an American show, by the way. Yeah. So it's a little bit more over the top than the British pottery show. Yeah, they just sledgehammered a toilet. Yeah. Oh, I'm so excited. Your job is to try and fool the... Surprisingly more gay people than the British show, which is not what you would have thought at the beginning. But Judges hey. that we have invited to spot your fakes. You completely fooled me. Your guys' skills could they win really you. They girl squinting. I think she needs an eyesight check to yeah. be fair. I gotta put my all into this. I want that money. <laughs> I think that one's a cake. Yeah. I think that one's a cake. That one's a cake. That one's a cake. Yeah, the ones that they're making are probably the cake screen. Right? You're, very, you're very fucking observant. Yeah. That's a cake. Yeah. Show us some of the examples here. That's a cake. That's a cake. Completely insane, Greener. Nice, yeah. Now, see, isn't that funny? Like the contrast between the British show and the American show. On the mm. British show, they're like, "I'm crying because I've asked you to make a mug, and it's just so beautiful. It's, it's amazing. Beautiful it's a spiritual moment. I love it." And then on the American show, they're smashing toilets, going, "Oh my God, is it cake? This is fucking crazy!" It's crazy. <laughs> nice. Or a cake hat. <laughs> Completely unnecessary. The dude's, you know, jumping out of a, yeah. a massive cake. Unnecessary. So one makes um, you cry and the other makes you want to cry. That's want to cry. Yeah. There we go. Is it cake? Uh, so, yeah, fans like this, there's no footy, Damon. Unfortunately, yeah, no ratings there. Uh, oh, someone in the chat. Oh, hang on, hang on. We've got uh, BZ Knight in the chat giving us some little inside baseball, Greeno. She, uh, he said... It's about chocos? She No, it's about, is it cake? She ate an actual real pencil so she wouldn't lose. There nice, There we go. <laughs> Well done. She ate the pencil. <laughs> Take the win. Take the win. You got to do what it, you got to do what you got to do, right? You got to go there. Exactly. Action. Well, well. Uh, I'll tell you what else people need to do, Damo. Mm-hmm. They need to come up with ridiculous headlines to get people to click. And it's time for this time, this week's headline of the week. Mm. We like to deep dive a little bit uh, when we see headlines like this. This is, this is apparently breaking news. So once again, 
in a in a newspaper out there, uh, someone actually wrote this headline. I thought this is this is worthy of news. Jackie O'Henson reveals one of her Kiss FM co-workers defecated in in bed at her luxury villa at Saint Tropez. Uh, Tropos. Tropez. Tropos. I think it's tropes. Tropes. There you go. During Kyle Sandland's honeymoon, Damon. Nice, Gary. Now, Lady Boogs is a big listener to the Kyle and Jackie O show, and she mm. has previously revealed to me who this person was who defecated in the bed. But there we I, go. I don't remember because it wasn't really. I'm not really wasn't that important? No. <laughs> Intrigued by this is a, a, I guess the question, there's a few questions that need to be asked. Why is uh, he taking everyone on his honeymoon? Yeah, why is everyone on the honeymoon? That's he, kind of because he's so one. crazy rich and he didn't want to stop doing the show, so he took the show on his honeymoon, basically on his honeymoon. So he there took he took the crew and said, "You're all coming with me," and so so he can you know while he's on his honeymoon, he can stroll out and record the show and then go back to his honeymoon, basically. Doesn't that affect the point of being on your honeymoon? I don't think so. Kyle's just take, that kind of he, he just does what he wants, man. He take he, a break, mate. He has no. He takes breaks. He, I think he was just like, no, nah, fuck not it. For his honeymoon, no. Doing, not for the honeymoon. No. No. Yeah. So he took he took the co-workers really, on a holiday. Like fourth, this is like his fourth wedding, isn't it? Uh, no, it's his first. I think. I think it's the but first. He had, he's married before. Anyway. No, I think it's the first time he's been married. Don't care enough to look it up. Yeah. Um. So he's taking them. There you go. So uh, people came came along. Now, so now is this? He's got this so much was, money, he can literally do whatever he wants. He, he do he's, he wants. he's a private. He's private jet money kind of guy. You know. There you go. So yeah, he just he's like, all right, we're taking the crew with us on the honeymoon. <laughs> we're gonna fuck off, and you can all have a holiday, and then you yeah. do the show two, three hours a day, and then uh, you know back enjoy a holiday back for the rest of the time. It's pretty fucking margarita cool. and turns on a bed. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we, is it, is, was it an accident? Like, that's the thing we need to understand. Is it an accident? Did someone like come in? Aren't all in shitting? Aren't all shitting the beds accidents more or less? Was, no, it was an intentional one or was it an accidental one? Well, would be if, my question. If it was intentional, then it wouldn't have been found. You know, if you mm. intentionally shit the bed, then you're doing it. You know, for a specific, probably more than likely sexual reason. In which case, you'll clean it. You'll put a tarp down, Greener. You know, you'll 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 put some paint fucking um, wrap. You know, you'll put some paint yeah. um, covers down on over the bed first, and then Sound you'll a bit do too your familiar with the process. Then you'll that. do your shitting sex act, yeah. your shitting sex routine, shit in the mouth, whatever. Yeah. Shies of porn, and then you'll mm-hmm. wrap it up, put it in you know a nice little bag, and then leave it out in the hallway outside the outside the room. You know what I mean? For the cleaners to come around and collect in the come, morning. Come and pick it up. Yeah. If you shit the bed and then leave it there until somebody else finds it, then it's probably an accident, I think. Yeah. Because otherwise you would have cleaned it up a lot earlier. Well, so, she didn't say she found it. Someone no. could have told her that, hey, yeah. I found a fucking bit in the bed. Yeah. Um, and, and or, they didn't necessarily shit in her bed. They shit the bed. So it might bed. have been in, yeah. in the villa. Villas are pretty big, you know. There's yeah. a lot of rooms in villas. So. Mm-hmm. Who knows? But yeah, like I said, the lady books did tell me who the person was that shit the bed, but I can't remember. I don't remember. Who it Good to know this kind of big breaking news has been covered, though. You know, well, question the mainstream stuff. media. Yeah. You know, make sure the big issues are covered. Yeah. I'd say who, who doesn't. I mean, it's like, FM radio. Code. It's FM radio. What the fuck do you expect? Why is it in the news, though? Because it's FM radio. Because I'll tell you why. Because it's the biggest ra- uh, rated, it's the highest rated radio show in the country. That's why. So it's it's the, the Howard Stern it's the Howard Stern effect, yeah. right? Mm. It doesn't matter what they do. It's like Howard Stern in the nineties. There are so many people in this country listening to Kyle and Jackie O. It doesn't matter what they do. It's news, just, just purely the news. because the this audience happened. they have. Yeah, mm. yeah. 
And so if someone shits the bed while they're on holidays, guess what? It's fucking front page news. And the only reason yeah. it's front page news is because there's so many people listening to it. And there's so many people listening to it because the media is so terrible and don't give people any other reason to listen to anything else. So they have to then hijack the news that the people are listening to in the first place to get, I beg to to get their own you're, views. You're, you're forgetting about uh, the main man, our main man, the buzzard. Oh, the buzzard. He, he's still putting out quality journalism these days. Oh, that's right. That, yeah. That do not, does not disappoint. Yep. Uh, this is Buzz's column last week. Phil Rothfield, ladies and gentlemen, the number yep. one football, the r- number one rugby league writer in the in the country, basically. Yeah. Uh, put this out. Headline spotted. 2GB broadcaster Ray Hadley leaving his table to go to the bathroom. Nice, Gary. Now, was it in a bed at St. Tropez? Yeah. Well, I get, maybe maybe the media are smarter than you and I, Green. And maybe they figured out that yep. people really do want shit news. That, that's what yeah. they're after. You know, a lot of toilet talk. A lot of, po- uh, lot of potty talk out there, Greeno. Yeah, We've got to tap truly. into it. Yeah. Mm. Get those potty talk views, those clicks, Greeno. Do you reckon they've done a focus group? They're like, look, we, we've, we've, we've scoured the audience. We looked at the demographics. Uh, yeah. We really want to boost circulation. More toilet talk if you've we t- can. You've told us who the celebrities are dating. You've told us, you know, yeah. what the celebrities are eating. Why don't you tell us when the celebrities are shitting and where? <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's that's where the buzzard missed a trick here. Didn't yeah. say whether it was ones or twos. <laughs> uh, didn't investigate whether uh, there was a hand wash. Did he use, uh, like, the, the electric dryer? Did he use a hand towel? These are the kind of details that I'd expect from a journalist of Rothfield's level. Well, Unfortunately, yeah. he just kept it as spotted. 2GB broadcast Ray had to leaving his table to go to the bathroom. Yeah, and if Phil wanted to be taken seriously as a journalist, I'll give you the hot tip, Phil. I'll give you free advice right here. If you were, if you had an investigative journalist, journalistic bone in your body, you could have figured this out. Now, I Ray strikes me as a red meat guy, Greeno. So yeah. I would have thought that if he leaves his table, you can judge whether he's gone number ones or twos by how long he's been gone for. And by yeah. that, I mean, I reckon it takes Ray longer to do a number one than it would a number two, right? Yeah. I reckon he's a big red meat guy. Yeah, yeah. A prostate thing. So he probably yeah. has to squeeze it out, the number ones, and the number twos <laughs> fly right off like hot meat off the bone, Greener. Uh, yeah. Like hot tar out of the back of a cement mixer. You <laughs> know? Lava. Yeah. yeah. Volcanic would be an apt descriptor. Yeah. So, out. yeah, but obviously, yeah. you know, obviously Phil doesn't care about his readership, you know. No. Nah. The people demand answers, Phil. We, we want to know. know. We need to know the specifics. Was Hadley uh, pissing or shitting when he when he yeah. left the table to go? He to could the be saying it could. This could be a teaser, though. Maybe he went to the maybe bathroom he, to do this... fucking cocaine, Phil. Have you ever maybe. thought about nice. spicing, sexing up the story that way? Hey? Yeah. Hey? Maybe yeah, that'll increase. The the, yes. Yeah. There we go. And if if he um, takes enough cocaine, what's that going to do to his number twos, Greeno? Yeah. You know. <laughs> big issues. Yeah. There we go. Good to see the buzzard still keeping up his good uh, high level of journalism. Absolutely. Many, many years ago. On that note, uh, let's take a break. Do you like your novelty comedy songs organic, handmade with painstaking care, put into every note? Well, look no further than Irrational Times. Using only the finest instruments to create an experience that your ears will thank you for later. Irrational Times attempts to elevate the whimsy to a desirable level. New songs and sketches every week, so check it out.
module things. All the warm, fuzzy member berries it brings. It's a special little spot tucked away on D-Live. Enjoy the joy of Pessie. Can't be old movies and old cartoons. We hope to see you over there very soon. It's our special little spot tucked away on D-Live. Enjoy the joy of Pessie. When we were kids and there wasn't any school, we'd sit and watch all the best cartoons. Eating cereal until it was noon. We never thought that 30 years later it'd still be cool. Saturday night and cheesy movies. The ones that used to show us boobies. It's our special little spot tucked away on D-Live. Enjoy the joy of Pessy. Enjoy the joy of Pessy. Enjoy the joy of Pessy. less than 3% sport content. It's the starting block on TAVshow.com. Yes, welcome back to the block, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Quite a little bit of a news run here, so let's stay right into it. By the way, you can catch up with us on Gooden.life. Still under construction, but I've been told by the IT boffins down at Gooden.life should be due to launch Greeno any day now. Any day now. They're just right around the corner of launching Gooden.life, so stay tuned. Uh, home improvement star, star, star. Come on, let's do it. He was not. He was not the star. He wasn't he was even the, the cutest kid in the show. He wasn't even the most famous kid. He's probably the third most out of all of them. Yeah. He probably was dead last out of the famous kids. That's Obviously right. He had the, the middle one. The middle the one was like uh, Jonathan Taylor Thomas Green. I think you'll find. That's that yeah. is my little trivia nice, for the night. Gary. Pulled that one. I just won myself a frozen chook with that one. Well, you didn't because it's Jonathan Taylor Thomas. That's what I said, Jonathan Taylor Thomas. I only said, oh, sorry, my apologies. Didn't hear the middle one. JTT, baby. JTT. Um, yeah, all the 13 year old girls were uh, DJ diddling over him back in the 90s. Good yeah, I tell 100%. you what. Yeah. Uh, we, couldn't, um, we couldn't compete with JTT, could we? No, all the girls all in on JTT yeah. and Devin Sawyer. Devin Sawyer, and nobody cared about Zachary Ty Bryan. And this is what happens no. to the forgotten child heroes of yesteryear, Greener. Home Improvement star, quote-unquote, Zachary Ty Bryan, downplays domestic violence allegations, quote, blown out of proportion, Greener. Yes, Greener, you know what this story needs? More power. <laughs> <laughs> that was worth it just for that joke. Um... <laughs> Home Improvement star. Uh, Patricia Richardson recalls working with Tim. Is this the wife from Home Improvement? That's the wife from Home Improvement. Yeah. Holy cow! Okay, let's have a look. Let's see what she took. I, I got. I hope she's going to say something like, "You know, he used to hurt animals when we were on the set." Uh, you know, give us some juice. Give us some details. Let's have a look. Okay, this is about Tim Allen, though. Oh, is it? Acting that he was doing. Okay. He had never acted before. He was getting like acting lessons on the side that he said, well, uh, I don't know what they're doing. And, you know, but he was, uh, you know, I'd worked in New York theater for years. Oh, Jim Allen didn't act on I, that I show. Worked he basically in, just. 
He just did his stand-up set just and in the context of a sitcom. Now, see, Patricia... All actors sometimes have trouble listening. I mean, we're... Patricia's like, I worked in New York theatre for years, yet you were on the same show as someone who's never acted before. Nice fucking brag. (laughs) You know what I mean? People don't give Tim credit for what he did. And it's like, hang on, it's a sitcom. (laughs) Let's calm down. (laughs) Let's calm down. I worked in New York theatre for years, and yet you were next alongside a rookie in a sitcom, you know? Yeah. So and he was getting the bigger paycheck. So was he was he the talented one or were you, right? Come on, Patricia. Don't be a fucking don't be a dickhead, okay? <laughs> she's got a whole um, or, or- she's got a whole Carrie Fisher thing going on here, doesn't she? You remember how Carrie Fisher went crazy like years after the Star Wars movies? You know Leia from the Star Wars movies? Yeah, 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 yeah. She kind of went nutty towards the end and a bit loopy and a bit eccentric. She's got this whole thing like uh What's the name of that one that was from um, the Arnold Schwarzenegger movie? Uh, uh, you know oh, what I'm talking, talking about. Yeah, 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 Jamie Lee Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis. She did the same thing. Yeah. All these all these female actors from the 90s seem to go fucking crazy these days, Trina. <laughs> I don't think you're or, being crazy. Uh, we're not really listening to the other person and just trusting ourselves to just respond. Tim did that immediately. Tim did that to such a, She's a, a bit degree crazy. that Come it on. scared him. Um, oh, she's uh, just like early an on actress. In the first couple of episodes. She hasn't had any attention for a long time. Yeah, well. yeah. yeah I, I was like, what, what's the last thing that Patricia Richardson did? First- Tool time. <laughs> 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 uh, that's another one. What else we got? <laughs> uh, oh, I saw this thing, mate, and this kind of this kind of shocked me because I'm like, well, maybe we do that. have a bit more kind of like uh, reach than I thought. Hmm. I saw Disney had done a, a TV show that was trending called The Bear. The and I'm Bears. like, is that a Bear Tweet of the Week? Kind of extended mm-hmm. to become its own program there on, on Disney+. Plus. You reckon, you reckon like, Ian Maurice got a Netflix special, did you? I thought, <laughs> oh, maybe The Bear had its own program. God, I want it to happen so bad. And I'm like, this is amazing. Just here, thanks very much, Machi. Um, it's just the bear uh, sitting there complaining about modern life. Modern life, how much he hates it. What was better yeah. uh, back in my day? Back in my uh, day. Unfortunately yeah. not. Apparently this is a comedy drama program uh, uh, about yeah. someone who takes over his dead brother's sounds uh, sandwich shop. Sounds, sounds terrible. Awful. It does have Oliver Platt in it, though. I'm a big Oliver Platt fan because that guy yeah, re- is... Refresh my memory. Who's Oliver Platt? Now, here's the thing. You would have seen Oliver Platt in about 8 million things, okay. but you'll never, you never recall who Oliver Platt is. Oh, hang on, hang on. I character. think I know who Oliver Platt is, and if I'm thinking of the right guy, he was in, like, the reboot X-Men movies. He's kind of fat. Yeah, fat, uh, brown hair, like hair, Oliver Platt, yeah. X-Men. Let's see if I get another trivia tonight. You should, oh, that's him. There he is, ladies trip, and baby. gentlemen. Fucking oh, oh, that guy is in five million movies, and every time you see him, whether it's a movie or a TV show, he's always sensational. He that's just it. chews up the scenery. That's it. Um, very, very good. Yeah, oh, Tom well McGill, I remember from that. He was in a program called Huff. No one knows about it. No one saw it. It was about a psychiatrist um, who kind of slowly lost his mind a little bit. And Oliver Platt was amazing in that he played like a a scumbag lawyer. He was really, really good. But everything I see him in, he's amazing. So I was like, oh, if he's in this, it might be pretty good. It's got to be good. Um, Was it? It's it's no, is it cake? It's Mm. no pottery, whatever that fucking thing was called. It's no how to cook Choco. There's no, there's no joke on YouTube how to cook it. Yeah. Uh, um, but nonetheless, yeah. The Bear. It'd be interesting if, if we could do like an adaptation of The Bear TV series to be about E. Maurice with Oliver Platt playing the, the title role So would the bear. Oliver Platt would be playing E. Maurice. E. Maurice. <laughs> That's quite the step for Oliver. 
He's going to have no, to do no. it. I hope he's a method actor, Greedo. Because yeah. <laughs> Ian's like an onion. <laughs> Ian's layers. Yeah. A lot of layers there for Ian. Um, so there we go. Um, are we going to do the Undertaker thing? We're we not going to worry yeah, about it. Yeah, absolutely. We're doing the All fucking right. Undertaker thing. I didn't understand what the point of this one was, though. It's just this is the point. What what point is there to the whole show, mate? Well, this, this, there is no point people, to us doing this we, show in the first place. We brought the choco back to people's consciousness. Yeah. People now know how to cook a choco. Yep. People know where to look for it. They now have a new phrase that in, incorporates the choco. Plenty of things. Involved well, in this show. Well, now we're going to rejuvenate another Choco Greeno, The Undertaker. Okay. Uh, wrestler, professional wrestler from nine. Oh, I thought The Undertaker was long dead. Uh, no. So this surprised me. Uh, but, you know, The Undertaker's like Steve Martin. He was old 30 years ago, you know, yeah. and he looks the exact same now. The yeah. Undertaker, this was the headline from the Mirror Sport, the UK newspaper, The Mirror. Undertaker showed a shark who the real boss is, Greeno. And there's something funky going on here with the Mirror's website, which is kind of annoying. Uh, the Undertaker waded into shallow water to scare off a shark after his wife texted him about the predator lurking close to the shore as she tried to relax during their vacation, Greeno. Michelle McCool. Hang on, we'll get to that. We'll get to Hold your questions until the end, no. Greeno. Michelle McCool, a former WWE star in her own right, Posted to social, yeah, but nothing like The Undertaker. You know what I mean? No. Taker was the god back in, like, sort of mid-90s, wasn't he? He was the man, Greeno, back in the like, mid-90s. Like, wasn't the 2000s, 2010s? Yeah, he I only guess. retired, like, two years ago? Yeah. Posted to social media that she was reading She was reading at the beach when she saw the animal and messaged The Undertaker, real name, quote, Mark Calloway, Greeno, like the golf balls, <laughs> for help. He walked straight towards the shark and stared at it until it swam away. No, Gary! Now, now we've we've been lucky enough. I've got on to talk sport. We've got video right here. I've got video evidence. <laughs> yes, of That's Undertaker scaring off the shark versus the shark. Let's have a look. Okay, it takes my husband because this guy right here. Now you'll be pleased to know there's also tits in this clip. <laughs> <laughs> That's the always been with being on this clip. To be fair. I'm not going to close the other one. There it is. Oh, 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 this way, babe. Yep. Okay. Well, can we, can yes, we get a close-up of him staring at the shot? That'll show him. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Off it goes. Obviously, you know, fearful for its life. Fearful for its life. Worried about getting a tombstone pile driver. Tombstone um, pile driver on the shark. No, Gary. <laughs> now that, that, that was the I challenge you picked, to a cage match. If he picked it up and tombstone pile drive that shark, then we got a headline. I, I was waiting for Paul Barrett to run out going, you haven't got a fucking chance, buddy, okay? No, He's going to fuck you up. Okay, it takes my husband because... Uh, good news as well, though, that that, uh, that shark will be the on the undercard of WrestleMania this year. <laughs> <laughs> nice, Gary! Uh, that shark well actually done. defeated John Cena in an undercard match a couple of years there ago. You go. I think you'll find. The shark definitely match. beat... Uh, what's the name of that fucking... I wish I could... I, I fuck the joke now. The name of that guy who keeps going back between wrestling and real fighting and then comes back oh, to Brock wrestling. Oh, Brock Lesnar. No, no, not Brock Lesnar. Um, the other one, what's his name? Fuck. Uh, Conor McGregor. 
No, no, no. He's a skinny guy. Uh, CM Punk, Greener. No, oh, CM Punk. Yeah. Yeah. The guy who's like, I'm going to be a real fighter and then got his ass kicked. And he said, kicked, I'm coming yeah. back to wrestling. <laughs> so that shark actually defeated CM Punk as well. You'll be pleased to know. Well done. In the octagon. Yeah. So now, yes, I want to address the question, the pending question, because it's the first thing that popped into my head too. Obviously, in this life-threatening moment, you can see here how life-threatening this moment is here. Yeah. By the way, while we're... <laughs> We're pointing at the shark. Yeah. Uh, so you had time to text the Undertaker, and why? Yeah. So one, why are you texting, and then two, why are you waiting about in the water and also yeah. texting? Stay out of the fucking water. Yeah. Like you're on, you're on the beach reading your book. Just here's an idea: don't get in the water till the shark goes away. She's see. This is the thing: some celebrities just don't know how to have fun, Greener. I bet she's never shit in a bed on someone else's honeymoon in her life. Hundred percent. Yeah, where are they? That's a good question. Have we uh, have we found the mystery shooter? Okay. Has she ever cooked a choco greeno? I think not. No, she she hasn't even looked. At she hasn't had a choco in her life. I can smell it. No. Um, She's been chocoed, greeno, a couple yeah, of times. Different, different. Definitely um, been chocoed. That's how she got the job in the first place. Yeah, uh, Vince McMahon, <laughs> known known choco lover. Known choco lover. Yeah. But yeah, why to stay away from the water? And the Undertaker did nothing there. He hopped in the water and just waited for the shark to go away. Well, he, did, again, he did Undertaker things, didn't he? he just, you could have you yeah. just done that, you know, from the comfort of the sand. Yeah. Um, <laughs> really unnecessary to get in the water there. Yeah. But that's, hey, that's good news, Green. It's news, nonetheless. Yeah. yeah once again, more news. Versus shark. Doesn't really need to be there. Uh, a bit of real news, Damo. Time for a bit of show. Hey, Statman. Oh, Statman. I'm a Statman. Shohei's just doing more crazy shit. He we're just going to continue year... our show. By the way, we're just going to continue our show. Hey, love on this show. I'm, I'm unapologetic about it. We I, can't, yeah, I we love this it. man. I love him. Yeah, unreal. He's, he might be on the trade block. <laughs> There's a legit chance he's going to get traded in the next eleven days. Um, well, the we'll Angels. If someone is willing to sell, pardon me. If someone is willing to sell the entire future of their franchise to get Shohei, because that's what it's going to have to take, right? Well, it's only for it's only for like another eight weeks the season. So you're only right. getting him for eight weeks. Then he's a free agent. Right. So final. But so then, it's got to be a finals team then, obviously. Like a yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's gonna be a finals team, team, and also the like because of the value of of, of Shohei. You're gonna have to give I mean, away ten talking, years worth of draft picks to get him. Three, right? Yeah, like three three to four top one hundred prospects you're gonna need in order to get this man if they are gonna trade him. But um, but we'll wait and see. But completely surprised in MLB history with 32-plus homers and 11 stolen bases in the first half of a regular season, Shohei Otani in 2021 and Shohei Otani in 2023. Nice, That's just batting. That doesn't even take into consideration his pitching. Uh, no one's ever done that before. It's just fucking insane. It's ridiculous. Um, it's, it's I feel like every homers. week we have a Shohei stat man. And, creating history. and every week I'm like, holy fuck, that's fucking amazing. And it's every week it's a new stat. Every week. Yeah. Every fucking week, Greeno, is a yeah. new stat for Shohei Itani. And it's like, are mm-hmm. you kidding me? And so he's he's also the number one at this as well. It's like yeah. he's he, he's got to be running out of stuff. He's got to be running out of records to break, surely. Yeah, exactly. Like, um, what else is that, there except win a championship, I guess? That's the only find, thing yeah. that's left. He'll find a way. Yeah. He'll find a way to come up with new, something new and historic. Um, he'll get traded to the Las Vegas fucking A's and he'll, win, he'll end up winning a championship. That's it. That'll happen. I can see it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Very, very good. Uh, what else we got here? Oh, Mitchell Johnson Award. 
Mitchell Johnson Award. Let's go. It's been a while since the Mitchell Johnson Award. I'll be back. I'll be back. He's back. He'll be back. I'm back. I'll be back. Ah, it feels good to have a Mitchell Johnson Award. Even if Mitchell March, this is from Code Cricket, by the way, Ben Horn, who I normally respect as a cricket writer, but I've got to uh, pull that rug out from underneath him for this fucking article, for this one, Greedo. Even if Mitchell March is dropped for the next test, there are still good times ahead for the one-time heartbreak kid, Greener. Apparently, Mitchell Marsh is firming as Pat Cummins' successor for the white ball captaincy. Nice. Let's calm down here, shall we? He, he, fucking, he hasn't fucking played in two fucking years. He comes back yeah. for one game, scores one. This is the whole problem. This is the reason Mitchell Marsh got in the fucking in the team in the first place years ago. Right? Mm-hmm. And look, I you can go back and listen to our old shows. Greeno will tell you, I was like the biggest Mitchell Marsh supporter. When he was young and up him. and coming in state cricket, I'm like, you should see this fucking kid play. He's fucking amazing. But he's a classic case. He's one of those ones that's too good for straight state cricket and not good enough for test cricket, right? Yeah. There's plenty of them. There's, there's no shame in that. He's he, He'll go down as like one of the greatest one-day state cricketers ever, I reckon, at least. He's you know? no, do it wrong. In one day cricket, he's fine. He's fucking T20 great. Cricket, yeah. Fine. Uh, just Tess. Not Carol. so good. Hence the creep. And, um, I, and don't get me wrong, I was so happy for him when he scored that 100 uh, at Lords. You know, he yep. got his name on the board and everything. That's every childhood cricketer's fucking dream. He was he he responded so well to it after the game as well. He was like, "Yeah, you know what?" He's like, "I'm the first guy to ever come over here and score a hundred on holiday." You know, which I yep. thought was a great line. Good and like line, yeah. you know, he's got a bit of the Usman Kawajas about him now because Usman got back in the team as an older guy, and he was like, "You know, I'm just going to enjoy it this time. I'm not going to have any stress. Yep. I'm just going to go out there and play, and whatever happens, happens." And and look at him; he's he's been one of the best top five the batsmen in the world 50, for the last twelve 50 months. Day before last, wherever it was, yeah, so. um, which is great. But he's just starting to find his feet back again; like he's just yeah. back in the side. And then this comes out of fucking. Come on, let's 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 yeah. not be stupid here. No. Uh, Pat Cummins also isn't giving up one day as anytime soon. No, uh, we're not. We're uh, not in the. Pat we're Cummins, not in the early two thousands. Younger than Mitchell Marsh, isn't he? Uh, yeah, of course he is. Mitchell Marsh is like a good three or four years older than Paddy. Yeah, so why would why would Cummins' successor be someone who's four years older? <laughs> well, I don't know. Nice, the, the thing is that there's always been this whole kind of weird kind of media circle jerk about Mitchell Marsh uh, mm-hmm. that's been happening since, you know, for the last 10 years. And we don't understand it. We don't know why it's there, but there it is. Um, for some reason, Mitchell Marsh is like, he's the God of cricket to some people. And we don't know, we don't know where it comes from or where it's going. Like, we don't understand why this, this kind of weird phenomenon exists, but it does. And, you know, I'm, I'm very happy for Mitchell Marsh to be back in the test team and good luck to you, mate. And I hope it goes well. I hope you win us. Maybe you score some fucking runs in the second innings. Nice. You know? Yeah, that might help. Well, just fucking bat some time. Yeah. Uh, you might as well end the show on a bit of Ashes talk. Yeah, what are we doing? Well, again, in that he's, first he, he batted really well in the first innings. He was one of our no, best. He did. Yeah, it's good you know? Yeah. I'm really happy right now for him to be in the team. Cameron Green owes us some runs. Marnus owes us some runs as well. Like he's got, what, he got Didn't a 50. Did Marnus score a 50 as well? Yeah, he got a 50, but that's his first, that's his highest score of the whole series, I think. The whole thing, yeah, and he scored 51 off memory, yeah. Yeah, so he, he owes us a big 100, you know. Uh, Smithy scored that big hundred, but then what's he done other than that? Um, he scored another fifty in this one, didn't he? Uh, no, he forty-one. Yeah, but everyone got starts. That's a problem. We got to start, and then mm. didn't go on with it. We need like we needed to bat for a day and a half minimum. Don't throw away your wicket. That's bat smart. Yeah. 
There's none of it. Um, like we, I have a bad feeling we're gonna lose this Ashes. Yeah. Like, I mean, they come back from two 0 down. Yeah, and I was only thinking about. I was think. I woke up this morning thinking about the fucking Ashes. Yeah. Um, which is not a good sign. That usually means something bad's about to happen, you know? Yeah. Um, uh, Murph Hughes famously once said that Australian cricket fans only get passionate about cricket when the team's losing. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> like, and I, right, hand on heart, yeah, hand up, I, I admit, yeah, I fall into that fucking category too. Yeah. Um, you know, I woke up this morning thinking about the fucking Ashes and I, I, the first thing I do is check the score from overnight. I'm like, all right, where mm-hmm. are we at? What's going on? And I looked and it's like, we're already fucking 60 behind or something at Stumps. Well, yeah, that was the first thing I, oh, I saw. Two down, I saw your, they are. I saw your message first yeah. of, hey, like we're, we're losing this one for sure. And then no, I No, no, the I messaged, we yeah. need to pray for rain. Cause, and that was last that was last night at about like kind of midnight or something last yeah. night. And they were all, Zach Crawley had already, he was on, he was 120 knot when I tuned in. And Joe Root was about 30 knot. So they were two. And he ended for, up scoring 189, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, and off 182. Yeah. So it was pretty fucking horrendous. Zach Crawley's not. Zach Crawley's not a double ton player. No. <laughs> but but he scored. A, he nearly scored a double ton on us, which is yeah. Like, that's a sad indictment. But once again, especially like, when you got we, five fucking seamers in the team as yeah. well. And also, like, if if the strategy for Australia, like, we picked we picked the squad we did is because we were aiming for a draw. So it kind of serves us right, fucking. Having a negative this is what always to happens to us. When we pick a squad for a draw, we lose. This is what yeah. constantly – this has been happening for as long as I can remember. Whenever we pick a team yeah. to bat, we fucking lose wickets. The, our best teams are when we're going after it, when we're trying mm-hmm. to win. That's when we play our best cricket. Not Baz Ball shit, you know, but just pick a good balance. I, I guess – Play cricket. Yeah. yeah. I guess they're in a dilemma because – not being not having line available, I reckon has thrown the whole team out of balance now. I think um, so, yeah. And we've been so spoiled to have Lyon there for a hundred tests in a row. Yeah. To have this stable, he he has. You know, people used to bag Lyon out. We literally build our attack around Lyon. People underrate him so much, but mm-hmm. he is the constant in that team. He always has been. He's been there for a hundred tests. A hundred tests in a row. How many years of tests? How many tests do they play in a year? Greeno, like fifteen. Ah, uh, if that. Yeah, maybe maybe between twelve and fifteen, you'd say on average. Summer and maybe one or two tours of two to three tests. So I reckon between yeah, I reckon between ten and fifteen tests a year. Yeah, you're looking they're, at they're about, yeah. roughly. So that means for probably eight years, seven years, he has he has been there every single game, mm-hmm. every single fucking game. And you look at the selections since then, It's he, he's never been moved out. He's the constant in the bowling attack. The the attack that which is rated as the best bowling attack in the fucking world, right? Yeah. And they say, oh, Nathan Lyons, shoot, Nathan Lyons, shoot. Yeah, well, why is he the only one that's been there for every single fucking game when everyone else hasn't? You know what I mm-hmm. mean? He's an underrated, quiet achiever in that team. He holds down an end and lets the pacemen do their thing. And now he's not there. I reckon they fucking panicked. And they didn't give Turner an opportunity. They gave him an opportunity last test. But again, see, this is the fucking problem. Our relationship with spinners, right? We give them one crack and then we go, okay, not good enough. Move on. You know, this. look at this fucking pitch. We're bowling Travis fucking head on this pitch, Greeno. Oh, he's going for eight and over. But... He's going for eight and over. But Moeen <laughs> yeah. was spinning it, right? So this, yeah. this is not a, the kind of pitch where you pick five fast bowlers, you know? 
This is the kind yeah, of pitch where you go to Turner yeah. and say, "All right, mate, that's all right. You know, you've had your, you've got one Ashes game under your belt. Now let's let's fucking go go again. Get back in there, son. You know, well, looks like England, hold down yeah. an end for us. But we did. We wickets. fucked him off. What are we at? Eight wickets down, and they've already got a lead of one hundred and eighty-nine. I can see him declaring to be like realistically, and just trying oh, to bowl Australia out. out tonight. Are we are we bowling? Is is the game on right now? Or yeah, yeah, eight for five hundred. Uh, see again, the weather up. reports have fucked us. See now, I haven't tuned in because I was expecting it to be rained, uh, washed out today, and I was hoping for it to be washed out today. But obviously, no, that's not the fucking case. No, they're still going. Uh, and once again, like they converted like 506 on this particular thing. This thing's a road, yeah. yet we can only score 300 dogs and we pissed away wickets. Yeah, right. So they're eight for 100 and, uh, 506. 506, lead by 189 already. So that's the biggest score of the Ashes as well. Um, yeah. No one, I don't think anyone's got over 400 yet, have they? Uh, didn't we in one of those tests? One that Maybe. Was he scored 100? Maybe, but it wasn't by March. It was a bit over 400. Maybe. Um, I don't know. I thought the highest was like 380 or thereabouts. No, nah, we definitely scored 400 when Aussie and also Smitty okay. scored a ton. Well, either um, way, 500 is, is blowing that oh, out of the massive. fucking water. Once again, they keep on building these roads because yeah. they know England has scored quick and it'll give yeah. them enough time. And, yeah, we're, we're playing dumb yeah. cricket. So, like I said, I woke up this morning. I was having my coffee and a cigarette before I started work at like 8 o'clock in the morning and – um, I fell asleep listening to the Ashes coverage last night and I woke up fucking thinking about it and I checked the score and I thought to myself, you know what? Fuck it. Fuck it, man. Um, I, I Clearly, if you listen to the last episode we did, I want, I really want to win this fucking series. Like, yeah. I want Australia to win this Ashes <laughs> series. Un, unrepentantly so, like, unapologetically so. When it comes to the Ashes, I fucking hate the Poms. Um, mm -hmm. You know, I don't hate English people, but when the Ashes is on, it's like, well, I'm not fucking sending you a birthday card. You know what I mean? Um, this is fucking serious. <laughs> like, we've we got to win this series. And I thought to myself, you know what? If this fucking team cocks up a 2-0 lead and yeah. loses 3-2, fuck them. Like, you know what? They fucking, <laughs> you, you know, honestly, they they deserve it. They they deserve that. There's only been one team in, in the entire history of Ashes cricket that has come back to win from 2-0 down, and it had fucking Don Bradman in it. No! Yeah. And I made that exact point on the last show we did as if to say it's not going to fucking happen. Well, you know what? Yeah. If the Poms come back and win this from 2-0 down, one. I will yeah. be the first to give them a nice, nice Gary. Oh, and I will give them a round of applause yeah. and I'll say, you know what, boys? You know what, lads? You fucking you, you enjoy that shit. You earned it. That is one for the ages because they had no right to come back and even challenge for this series. And here we are again shitting the bed and giving them – we're letting – this was the whole point, man, after the last uh, test, remember? We were like, do not give these fucking pricks a sniff. Don't give them a chance because they're going to yeah. take it. They're going to fucking take it if you give them an opportunity. They're, well, Australia, they're high on life right now, again. these fuckers. They're high Talk on life. I just checked then. The three Aussie pace bowlers all went for over 100. How many overs do you think England's batted for? Oh, not a lot. Maybe 80. If that, 96, 96 over. So a day's worth of play and all three Aussie bowlers have yeah. given up over 100 runs. Yeah. Now, Cummins didn't even take a wicket last uh, yesterday. They nah. they smacked him. He was going yeah. for six and over, Greeno. I have not mm -hmm. seen Cummins be treated like that ever in his test career, nah. ever. And they, um, they decided, you know what? Fuck, we're not going after Travis Head. We're going after the fucking captain. <laughs> but once again, if we, if our our mentality going into this test was, hey, we're going in for the draw. Yeah. Why are we? Why are why we, are we bowling, bowling short? And lengths. Yeah. Like bowl bowl short, bowl wide and frustrate them. Like, yeah. Dry up the runs 
and force them to go after the ball. But instead, we were still trying to, like, I don't know, it just made no sense with the, the mentality of the team. But it is what it is, and we'll, we'll see how that all pans out. Yeah. Um, so here we are Here before. we are doing what the English used to do back in the day, praying for yeah. rain, Greener. Yeah, exactly. Like, like, that was the joke when you and I were growing up. It's like, oh, the English, sorry. That was the joke when you and I were growing up. The English would always pray for rain because that was yeah. the only chance they had to not lose was to draw, and the only chance they had to draw was if it fucking rained for if three days. If it rained, days. yeah. And that's exactly what we're praying that's, for that's right now. That's what we're doing now. All we need is one draw and we win the series. Like, that's it. Yeah. That's all we need. Uh, England need to win this game and then the next game. And, and, and you know what? Like I said, man, if they come back and win the next two, if they win this one, there's no. I don't see us winning the last game. No, we're done. Like we're mentally we're broken if we we don't win this one. Yeah. Um, we're not going to win it. I, I can't see us winning. We're only 189 down. So they can have some miracle. But if we can um, hang on for a draw, I reckon the mental shackles draw, will be released, and then we've got a good chance of blowing them off the park in the last game. Um, because yeah, it like won't matter. Can, it doesn't matter if we win or lose. You know, the yeah. last one. If we can bat out the rest of it, like we say, they send us back in. We bat out today and bat all of tomorrow. It's not going to happen. That'll get happen. some. That'll get. I know it's not going to happen. What I'm saying, that would kind of like re readjust the momentum because the moment it's all England. So yeah, um, and it has been. To be fair, it has been since the last two days of the second test. It's been all yeah. England. Mm-hmm. We we barely hung on to win that second test. We snuck, yeah, snuck home in that. And we robbed. And I said we that, robbed I said that, that one. last show we did. I yeah. said England haven't been that far off. Like I know we're two 0 up, but you know they they probably could have won both of those first two tests. So yeah. um, very very tight series and England yeah dominating in this particular one. Yeah. Um, we'll wait and see how it all pans out. Yeah, it's um, not. It's we're not going to be able to bat until the end of tomorrow because what's going to happen? I, I'm writing the fucking script in my head now. What's going to happen is. We're going to be into bat within the next, let's say, hour or so, and I'll be mm-hmm. tuning in. I'll be fucking watching, and David Warner's going to get out there, and Stuart Broad's going to bowl at him, and he's going to get him out for less than ten. And Warner's yep. going to put that stupid shit-eating fucking grin on his face <laughs> and walk off like he always does. And then we're going to be one for ten, all right? And then Smithy's going to come out, and the booze and the and the chanting and the singing is going to get to him, and then going to nick. He's going to nick off early or something silly like that. And then it was you'll get down, and then we'll be three for forty something, and then it's it's over at that point. We know what's happening at that point. Um, you know, maybe uh, Travis Head comes out and scores fifty or sixty relative clip. Mitchell Marshall is in good touch at the moment; he's in really good mm-hmm. nick, so he might stick around for fifty or sixty as well. And but we'll still be like at that point, we'll just level scores, and we'll have six or seven wickets down. You know. Yeah. So we'll end up like 50 or 60 in front and we'll be bowling at them, you know. And and when we bowl at them, it'll be sunny and dry <laughs> and it'll be like a, a batsman's fucking case, paradise. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So And then we'll be going into the last test 2-2 and they have all the momentum and mm-hmm. all of the energy and we'll be shitting bricks going, what the fuck do yep. we do? How do we stop this from happening? We're about to lose from winning, from being 2-0 up. How did this happen? Yeah. You know, so, and, and like, yeah. Full credit to it. like I I know we're sounding a little bit defeatist at the moment, but it's just the way cricket is. It's the, it's the way the Ashes goes, man. Once you lose momentum, it's in, it's basically impossible to get it back. You know. Yeah, yeah, and even even being two 0 down, England didn't seem like yeah no. they they didn't have momentum. It no. was they were in both games and they came back and almost won. Yeah, and like, credit to Stokes. Score. That's credit so, to the captain. That's credit to Ben Stokes. Yeah. That's the kind of character he is. You know. He, if you look at Ben Stokes, right, and you looked at his stats, you would say, what's so fucking special about this guy? 
You would. You you look at his stats and you go, this is nothing special. It's nothing average, special. Yeah. But ben, what's special about Ben Stokes is his Good career fighter. is his it's moments. He yeah. wins. He his stats are like very average, not very average. He's he's a good cricketer. He's a good all round cricketer, right? Mm-hmm. But his stats are average. Like he's he's he, his stats don't jump off the page. It's not like a, you know, he he doesn't have the best bowling record in the world. He doesn't have the best batting average in the world. He's got nothing. He doesn't have the best anything in the world. But what he does is he wins moments. And if there's an hour in a game that defines the game, you watch. He's there. He's winning yeah. it. It's in that hour that he's winning the game. If there's a wicket that needs to be taken, if there's a moment that needs to be won, he wins the fucking moments. It's 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 uncanny. So he's just got that mentality. He he. It's like he's got a sixth sense where he knows when the game is there to be won, and he fucking just does it. He wins it. Steps up. Yeah, and you know what? Fucking nice Gary. Nice Gary. Nice Gary. We used to have cricketers like that too. <laughs> I know, I know, I know the feeling, England. We used to have them. <laughs> we had them. Yeah, once upon a time. <laughs> we had those guys as well. Uh, but they haven't existed for a while. Who was the last cricketer that we had like that that would just win moments? Warney. Warney's probably the one that sticks out. Warney won, Mr. Cricket. Mr. Cricket, yeah, actually, that's a better example because Warney, again, he does stand out stats-wise. It's you know, yeah. seven hundred wickets, one of the greatest yeah. bowlers of all time. Ben Stokes is not going to go down as either one of the greatest bowlers or the greatest batsman of all time, but he is going to go down as the guy who won all the moments. Just yeah, anytime you needed someone to do something, they did it. And he it was it. yeah, it was yeah. fast. It was always Mr. Cricket, Mr. Mike Cricket, Arcee. Mike Arcee, um, yeah, who got in the yeah. team when he was like thirty-three or thirty-four years old or something ridiculous like that. Uh, you know? I think it was thirty, but it was like he's yeah. Last chance, like back in there after yep. like getting a chance as a younger player and yeah, coming back in. Remember those so, first two years he was in it? You could not get him out. They, just, they could not figure out a way to get yeah. him out. He, he, yeah, he averaged, he averaged more than 70, I think. For one, for a while there, he was yeah. averaging like 200 because every score yeah. was a not out. Yeah. Not out exactly. <laughs> they couldn't take his wicket. I think he had like six or seven not outs in a row at one point. As something well. like that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. something ridiculous. It was great to see. It was kind of like, yeah. oh, this is my second chance. Well, I bet just, I'm just never going to let him get me out. Never going <laughs> to let him get me out. Yeah. <laughs> you never drop me from this team ever again. Yeah, but I mean, you know. Credit to uh, credit to England, eh? We're on the ropes. It's it's, it's weird to say that we're two one up in a series and we're on the ropes, but we're on the ropes. Yeah, we're definitely on the ropes. So, hey, fuck it. If we lose but, it from two nil up, we deserve we deserve the mocking. I think. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, a bit of nice news before we we finish up. Okay. Daniel Ricciardo back in Formula One day, bro. Yeah. Alpha Tauri, though. That's weird, isn't it? It's so weird. Uh, yeah, well, it comes full circle, but just nice to see him back there. Um, you could see them losing patience with uh, DeVries. DeVries. Uh, about three or four races back. And Were they losing patience with DeVries or was the fucking sponsorship money drying up or something like that? Uh, no, they were losing patience with DeVries. They're like, you're doing nothing with this car. It's better than what you're performing. It's and with that said, shit car, man. Bit of it's a shit car, but DeVries was not doing much with it, and he kept on fucking crashing it. Um, yeah, because he's trying to keep up with Yuki Sonoda, who's yeah, and Yuki, but Yuki is the kind of driver who <laughs> Yuki crashes a lot as well, <laughs> you know. Um, he's, he's been a lot better this year, I must admit. Yuki, the so, last couple of years, he's been pretty good, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Yuki's been sneaking around some on, top tens, um, as you know, yeah, hanging around the top 10 in a car that really is not very good. 
Um, oh, exactly. Yeah, everyone's like, oh, I saw a lot of shit on online yesterday or day before. Like, oh, will Danny Rick have a fairy tale return, getting points in his first race back? I'm like, no, no, hell like, no. Have you seen this car? Like, it's, Danny it's Rick's kind job of, is to finish the race. Yeah, at this point. finish and and try and be there or thereabouts. Push, uh, yeah, push where uh, try and be there or thereabouts with Sonoda. Um, don't crash it. Um, Danny's not and, coming back. Danny's not coming back to a Formula One career. That what's happening here is right. This, let me fill you in. If you're an Australian Formula One fan and you think, oh, Danny Ricciardo's back. No, no, no. That's not what's happening here, okay? Red Bull th- realized that they have a super experienced Formula One, you know, uh, proven finisher in Daniel Ricciardo sitting in the stable, right? Yeah. They, they've realized, okay, we've got Danny Rick sitting here ready to go and we've got this fucking rookie who's crashing too much. Yeah. What we really need is we don't even care about points for Alpha. They don't care about points for Alpha Tauri. What they care is about the fucking sponsors being on the screen long enough. Okay. So well, that's like, one aspect. And also the development of the car. Who's right. going to be able to give better feedback to develop that car? Yeah. Not so much for this year, but to make it more competitive next yeah. year. So what Danny Rick is doing, he's gonna he's gonna step in. He's 34 years old. Okay. He's Alpha Tauri is not the team that Daniel Ricardo is gonna fucking come back and challenge for the championship for. Okay, it's not gonna happen. Daniel Ricardo is gonna be in Alpha Tauri until the end of this current season. Because he's a stable junior junior drivers. Yes, he's a stable, steady hand to see them through to the end of the year, help them develop the car for next season, and then he's going to hand it off to another Nick DeVries type. Okay, another rookie is going to step into that car, and then Danny Rick, what he's driving for for the rest of this year, he's driving for the opportunity that some other Formula One team will offer him a, a gig. Right, that's really what he's going for. Yeah. Um, because he found himself in a situation where McLaren didn't want him anymore and because he had so many bad um, results with McLaren, it kind of tarnished his reputation. Lando mm-hmm. Norris made him look silly and credit to Lando Norris, fair enough. Um, Lando, But Lando's been with the team a lot longer than even... <laughs> Lando's quite a young man, but he's been with the team like six years now or something like that. Yeah. So Lando is McLaren, right? Lando is McLaren. Lando knows that car extremely well and he knows how the team works and he's he's very quick in that car. It's probably a very fucking hard car to fucking drive. Oh, 100%. You know? Fun fact, though. Yeah. Practice practice one currently underway. Yeah. Danny Ricciardo, fifth fastest. Oh, there you go. Nice, Gary. Nice, Gary. So he's wet weather. Daniel, it's wet weather, though, baby. Well, they, he loves the wet. So yeah. Daniel's going to drive this car until the end of the season. He's going to hope to just kind of finish races and be steady and... Uh, do as best as he can. So in the hopes that maybe next year, I mean, who knows? Is Alonso going to go on next year? You know, is he going to... I think he's got a two-year deal. So, yes. Two-year deal? Okay, so he's going to go on. So maybe, uh, you know, could he end up at... You know, is he... I think he's just hoping that another Formula One team throws him bone next year, gives him a chance to get back into a full-time drive. Otherwise, he's going to get to... If that... And look, if that doesn't happen, what's going to... This is what's going to happen. He's going to drive this Alpha Tauri to the end of next season. He won't be driving it next season because it'll go to some young gun from Formula 2. And then he'll go back to being for Red Bull's reserve driver, driver again. Yeah. And that's and what, do, and that'll yeah, be his career. Development. Yeah. 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 
And, and that might be fine too. He might be okay with that. I'm pretty sure he's not okay with that because he wants to be in the big game. But He does, know. but he's still getting a big fat millionaire's paycheck. So. He's getting a very fucking fat paycheck. You know yeah. what? Actually, people put a lot of shit on Red Bull. They had every right after what he did to them, the way he left them, to say, no, Danny, we don't want you anymore. Oh, but, for sure, man. Yeah, I was very Christian Horner, I think, I think Christian Horner really fucking likes him. And he said, yeah, of course, Danny, we want you back in the team. We love having you around, you know? Yeah. And he's prob- maybe Danny's really good with like developing the car and giving that kind of feedback to engineers and mm-hmm. stuff. That's what you want in a test driver, right? To help uh, develop the race car for the race you can drivers. Put in consistent laps consistent and yeah, laps. and be able to give you the exact feedback you need to go. Oh, look that's right. Change, so credit to Red Bull. Things. That that was mm. like the most generous thing I've ever seen Red Bull ever do was to offer Daniel Ricciardo that uh, test driver role because normally yeah, they're pretty fucking Google ruthless. Yeah, go fuck you know? yourself. Like yeah, yeah. Like they're known for sacking drivers yeah. in in their seats, and that's fine because you've got to remember, didn't actually didn't they get rid of him though? No, no, it no, was, no. He left. He left to go to Renault. Oh, that's right. It was yeah. That was the first season of Drive yeah. Survival. Wasn't and it? Christian Horner was like, "I'm kind of." He was. He literally came out and said, "I'm kind of heartbroken. We love Danny. Yeah. I can't believe he would do this. Like you know, <laughs> he, he's been with us for like five years. We he's like part of the furniture. And he's he yeah, came through the junior academy. He was yeah, Colorado, he's and, yeah. gone to Renault now, and it's kind of like, well, it's like you know, your girlfriend leaving you. You know, yeah. it's like we miss him. We want him back. Want him back? Yeah. <laughs> so. And I think as well, like his his personality is one that is not going to rub up people the wrong way. Like most drivers are kind of fuckwits. Yeah. So I think they know they know what they're getting with Danny, and it's like this is the kind of test driver we need, like yeah. reserve driver. We know he can fill in if need be. And well, he's yeah, a team well, man as well. Whatever team yeah. he's on, the way he left Red Bull, but you can understand why he left Red Bull. He thought he was in the prime of his career, and the Red Bull wasn't. Okay. Yeah. And But, I mean, he went to Renault, and Renault probably promised him a whole bunch of stuff. Renault at the time was producing engines for Red Bull. Yeah. And he probably thought, you know what, why am I at the fucking customer team when I can just go to the factory team, you yeah. know? Uh, Red Bull, Renault sold him a bunch of bullshit. And it turned out to be bullshit. Stitched him up. And, and then, then he, he left there and, and went, went to, to McLaren. Shit McLaren. <laughs> and at the time, but at the time though, McLaren had just had um, Alonso driving for them as well. So, you know, he was like, you know what? They've had Fernando Alonso. Fucking, they're on team on the rise. They're coming back. And then he went there. And you know what? The McLaren wasn't dog shit. I, I, I used to think that back during those years as well, but it's not true. Lando proved that, that McLaren was not dog shit. I mean, Lando showed, like, Lando repeatedly beat Daniel Ricciardo. And I've got a Lando's such an arrogant little prick. Oh, he's a dick, yeah. But he's, he's, he's a complete dick. He outdrove, outdrove he did. Uh, Dan yeah. for the duration of the contract. Yeah. Except and, for that one race Danny won it. Yeah. And to Lando's fuck, what's with my mic? And to Lando's credit, and to fucking my mic's going out. And to Lando's credit, uh, he said at the start, he's like, I don't understand why everyone loves Danny Rick so much. Why they think he's so fast? He's not that fast. Yeah. Like he said that from the beginning, and he proved it. You know. He he ended he basically ended Daniel Ricciardo's McLaren career. Lando yeah. Norris, to be fair to him, he's a little cunt. And so I'm just hoping now that Oscar Piastri returns the favor. Yeah, <laughs> it's like give Oscar, Oscar a year Oscar's or two. Quick. He's yeah, fucking man. quick. He can race. He's he's fine. He's, he's starting to find his feet a little bit now, he which is. is nice to see. Yeah. So uh, hopefully a bit onward and upward there. And just nice to see two Aussies back on the grid, man. Haven't seen it since Webbs and Ricardo back Webbs when. Webbs and uh, Ricardo, yeah. Back in the day, so. And before then, did we ever have two in the, gr- in the grid? Before. Then? I don't think so. 
I reckon no. we did. and Because before that was like, what, Alan Jones? Alan Jones and Brabham, maybe? <laughs> when was Brabham? Did they race at the same time? I think Brabham was before Jones. I could be wrong. Brabham but... was definitely before Jones. but yeah. yeah, so I think it's only ever been like one yeah, one at a time, except for when we had Ribs and Ricardo and yeah. now Piastri and Ricardo. So, yeah, um, yeah, yeah nice to be able stuff. to cheer a couple of guys on. Is there Formula One this weekend? I missed it last weekend. Yeah, it's on now. Oh, that's right. You just mentioned practice. Where are yeah. we racing this weekend? Uh, Hungary. Uh, Hungaro ring. The yeah. tire ty- shredder. The Hungaro yeah. ring. Well, no tires are getting shred. Oh, this is the one with the stupid fucking qualifying, isn't it? The B messages about. With uh, they're only allowing them to use a specific tire in each of the qualifying. So, like, Q1, you got to use hards. Q2, you got to use mediums. Uh, yeah. Q3, you got to use softs. I don't know about that, but I know that. Um, Hungara ring is famous for shredding tires, right? Because maybe that's why they introduced it to test this out yeah. on this particular race. I'm just gonna. I want to show you something. Um, if I can find it, uh, Max Verstappen esports. I don't know if you heard about this. I'm sure I can find the clip here on Twitter somewhere. Um, actually, I know where I can find it. Give me one second. Just just talk amongst yourselves for a minute, and I'll find <laughs> I'll find the clip. <laughs> So the whole music. I think I've told you before about Max Verstappen does a lot of like online racing as well. Yeah. Is this the one where he was leading a race and then he's like connection cut out? Mm. No, no, no. So that was a while ago. So this one, yeah. what happened was um, somebody intentionally kind of rammed into him at turn one. I think they were at Spa. Yeah, yeah definitely yeah. Spa. Uh, so someone intentionally ran into him in the race because I can imagine if you're Max Verstappen and you're in a um, – you're in an online race. I reckon people are just fucking gunning for you all the time, right? Um, okay, here it is. Yeah, this is good stuff, this. Okay, so have a look at this. So he was in a race. Um, someone intentionally kind of bumped into him at turn one at Spa, at Spa which I don't know if you're familiar with the track greener. Uh, turn one is just after, so you can see the Santander sign there. It's like a kind of tight right-hander. And then you go down the hill over Rouge and uh, like through the like that big dipper kind of turn left and right. So someone bumped him into this turn one and he's just fucking taken revenge. So they they kind of forced him off track in this, in this online race. He ended up getting disqualified for this, for this revenge attack, right? So have a look at this. I, I thought Sven Hasser was going to go for it oh at some point. Oh, my goodness. And they, and, well... Oh dear, oh dear, that's, oh no, red line of into all each other. And it's Verstappen that hits Pinto as Hassel went deep and I think ran Verstappen into his teammate. Yeah, absolutely, Sven Hassel and Max Verstappen are going to have a fight if they were in real life anyway, because uh, they were absolutely at each other. Side by side up the hill as well between Thompson and Craig Kotsky at the moment, that's a high risk. It's madness even up here. Rainer Talvar breaks away at the front. Okay, so... Max got taken out at turn one and he's been pushed down from like P5 down to P8, okay? Now, as they come down the straight here, Max cuts across. So this is like turn three here. Max completely ignores the turn, Greeno, and goes just straight on because he's gunning for the guy who took him out and he's just fucking chasing him down. So he takes out like 
you know, four or five seconds worth of corners and just go straight through in like, like shoots straight off the track in order to catch up to this guy to fucking give him a revenge attack. Have a look at this. There's Majajewski in the Drago racing car trying to send it up the inside, but three wide behind for a moment as Bonga gets the door slam shut on him. Watch Max go straight right there. See, look at him. There he goes. Verstappen, I think, is making a statement and it's going to be ugly. That's for sure. Just give it a sec. What are they doing now? Just wait. Well, just wait. Oh, shit. Hang on. I just realized. Holy shit. I just, I just, are you there? Yeah, yeah. I just realized I left you sitting there that whole time. Sorry, mate. Nice That's all right. Nice, Gary. <laughs> I was like, I, accident I accidentally jumped into another voice server. I didn't realize it. So let, oh, me, right. let me share the screen with you. Because I'm like, why isn't Greeno saying anything? Um, okay, so let me let me roll this back for you, All right? <laughs> so I was playing that video to myself then, um, which is kind I of you're like, oh, you, you obviously looked at the video, you're like, oh, this is more interesting. Oh my god, I can't believe I can't believe that happened. That norm never normally happens when you switch um Discord. I just went into a different Discord to get a link. Oh, okay. And then it's it jumped me into their um their voice chat, which is weird. So okay, so this is Spa. Uh, Max Verstappen is currently in P five in this. Yeah. This is a twenty four hour race, mind you. Okay, so okay. Um, yeah, this was a big online race. And there's a few kind of big online names here, so you can see Max Verstappen in P five, mm -hmm. and he gets punted into turn one and gets sent flying, and he ends up in P eight. And then I want okay. you to watch what he does in response to it. Okay. okay. Go for it, oh my boy. goodness! And they, and, well. Oh dear, oh dear. He gets punted That's into his own teammate. And it's Verstappen that hits Pinto as Haasel went deep and I think ran Verstappen into his teammate. Yeah, absolutely. Sven and Mac so there's Max, all right? Anyway, now Max at this point, now this is a very famous kind of section of Spa yeah, racetrack, this, this whole like dipper here and the yeah. right and the left. Okay. So they're racing ahead. Now, Max is there. He's a little bit behind this group. Okay? He's in the Porsche. Now, I want you to see what Max does into, I think it's turn three here, Greeno. Have a look at so what he does. See the one at the back there with the headlights on? Uh, no, Just no, coming no. out of the corner? No. So, there's see those guys that are three across? Yeah. Three abreast. He's the Porsche just behind those oh, three. Oh, he's the Porsche behind. Okay. Yep. Okay, the black Porsche. He completely ignores the turns and goes straight into the runoff area because he's hunting the guy who hit the back of him. Okay. <laughs> okay. He he's like fuck it. He 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 quits. He he mentally checks out and he he has a very Verstappen moment. He's like fuck yeah. this guy. I'm going to fuck his day up. All right. Have a look at this shit, man. It's it's full on revenge. Watch him go straight. It's incredible. Okay. For a moment as Bonga gets the door okay. shut on Watch for Stappen. There he goes, straight through. Straight. Ignores those turns. He cuts. That's he comes sure. back Just there. That's the guy who punted him, the one in the yeah. green there. Just wait. Well, yeah. Just wait. Here we go. Straight into him. There's Bang. <laughs> I reckon that is fucking amazing. I love I that. Just, like, how petty and immature do you need to be to be like, fuck this guy? Oh, man. As, it's look, pretty funny. Look, dude, as someone who's spent a lot of time racing online, as you know I have, yeah. I can tell you I've been tempted to do that so many yeah. times. <laughs> 
time you don't do so it. So many times. Because you're a grown human. <laughs> no, because I'm not. It, you know, I haven't done it because I'm not Max Verstappen. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> here's the onboard, Greeno. Man, fucking oh. Right. oh, no, it's friendly fire. Oh, no. Oh, man. And so this hey, is on board hey, with Max. Yeah. This Sven costs second. Do it. Give this guy, uh, get that out. Black flag directly. 90 this seconds. Direct, right. See everything. This is second incident from him. Uh, put him out. Oh, so there is uh, Max there. Or okay. Yeah. So that yellow and black Ferrari, they're side by side. That's fair yeah. enough. That's all. He ran him wide there. Yeah, that's not too bad. Look, bomb. Ah, yeah, he's magnet, to be honest. Look, magnet, okay, here's, here's Max. Yeah. There he oh, goes. Look. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh. This is on board no, with Max. Don't do it. Watch this. Please, don't do it. Wait, wait, wait. Why is Sven oh. ahead of me? <laughs> <laughs> nice, Gary. Oh, well done. Well done. Oh, I just took him out. There you go. All right. Well done, Max. Let's leave it there. Yeah. Um, we ain't no plugs. Good not no life. Plugs. You know that one? Yeah. That's pretty much it. Okay. Good show, man. Uh, go get yourself some chocos. Yep. Uh, go watch chocos. Yep. Don't forget uh, next week's forgotten vegetable of uh, not of the week. Well, it's next week's forgotten vegetable, but it's yeah. Send them in. Send in your nominations. Yeah. We'll pick the, the best I'm, of the bunch. I'm choosing turnip because even though Greeno uses it, I don't think that counts for much. I think I turnip say. is forgotten in the wider community. I think that's yeah. something they used to eat in the 1800s to ward off the plague or something. You know? That's it. Pickle turnips. Yeah. Um, send them in. We'll, we'll pick Yeah, we'll pick the best of the bunch. Maybe a turnip next week. We don't know spoilers. Though. And then we'll look for no a spoilers. recipe on it. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be great. Well, tell me if it's butter and salt and pepper. Uh, <laughs> it gets 111,000 views. This is a simple uh, choco recipe. It's literally <laughs> not a recipe. It is. It is. It's not a recipe. I'm sorry. If you if you add but if you add salt and pepper and butter to a thing, yeah. that's not. It's called seasoning. That's <laughs> no, it's not a recipe. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's not. No, you haven't it. added anything together. You're not mixing flavors or anything. Like nah. Greeno said, you're seasoning the choco, which yeah. is flavorless. So really, all we're all we're tasting here is butter, salt, and pepper. Butter, salt, pepper. Yeah, yeah. and water. <laughs> <laughs> you may as well put butter, salt, pepper in a fucking yeah, glass of fucking water. Yeah. <laughs> Same effect. <laughs> all right, see you guys next week. Bye. We'll always be bosom buddies, friends, sisters, and pals. We'll always be bosom buddies. If life should reject you, there's me to protect you. If I say that your tongue is vicious, if I call you uncouth, it's simply that who else but a bosom buddy will sit down and tell